Hey everyone, this is your co-DM Devin, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the D4 Podcast. Hey, and welcome to D4, where I, Devin. And I, Dustin, co-DM a 5th edition game of Dungeons & Dragons. Yay! Yes. <laughs> As you can see, we are practicing uh, social distancing and isolation and uh, playing remotely. Um, Dustin and I live together, so we're already compromised. <laughs> uh, to everyone out there, please stay safe, wash your hands, practice social distancing as well. Hopefully you can hear everything and the video is fine. Uh, please stay, bear with us for this new, unique way of us streaming. Yeah, this is uh, new to us. We're very much used to in-person, um, but we are you know, definitely want to practice those, those social distancing guidelines to keep everyone safe on our cast and our crew. Um, so yeah, but we're excited to see, uh, to, to keep things going, to keep yeah. the story going for you all. Yes. Um, but on a lighter note, thanks to D and D beyond once again, we are giving away another digital players handbook so you can create a character and benefit from all the amazing tools available from D and D beyond. Make sure to enter hashtag beyond for your chance to start your digital adventure. Uh, to enter, make sure you're on the Rock Punch ATL's Twitch channel and enter the hashtag into chat. Remember to only enter once to not be disqualified. However, also remember that subscribers and Twitch Prime subscribers are three times more likely to win. Uh, we will do a reminder at break and a drawing at the end of the episode and we'll mes message you on Twitch chat for your information and give you the uh, code. Yep. And now... Let's hear from our sponsors. Wild Mount. Wild Mount. It's a thing, and it's out. The pre-order is done. So if you didn't pre-order it, well, you can still buy it. That is a thing you can do. You can absolutely buy Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount. It's now available on D&D Beyond. We've also got some nice articles like Welcome to Wild Mount, How to Start Your Critical Role Campaign by James Hick. Hick? Hick. Hick. Yep. Hick. Hick. Two syllables. Hick. Awesome. Um, and as said before, the Beyond Heroes are now in Wildmount, so go check out that stream as well. That's that's what I got to say. <laughs> so I've been chatting with the goblins over at Beetle and Grimm, and there are big things on the horizon. Uh, you should give them a follow on Twitter, Facebook, all the socials, and say hey to them. Uh, make sure when you, you sign on, you say hey, they'd like that. They love that. Um, and uh, yeah, keep an eye on their social medias because big stuff coming down the pike. For now, you can go to their site, beetleandgrims.com, and you can get amazing props and shirts and all sorts of cool stuff on there. They are fabulous. They're good people too. So you're not only supporting a small business, you're supporting a small business of awesome folks. So yeah, head on over to beetleandgrims.com, peeps. And if you also like having, along with your really, really cool props, really, really cool miniatures that absolutely get the, all the little details you need for your uh, mini, then Eldritch Foundry is the best thing for you. I guarantee you they have some of the coolest things. I was just making a Warforged myself who had thick eyebrows. Uh, that, that, that's all I really wanted for my Warforged, and now he's got them. Sick-looking eyebrows to go on my cool golem robot man body. It's awesome, and you're going to love all the cool details. It's just like making an RPG character in your favorite video game. It's really, really cool. It's very easy, and I definitely recommend you check them out. Hey, so if you like us, D4, then you're also going to like 
of all the other super cool nerdy videos and podcasts and stuff from Rock Punch. So absolutely check them out. They have an array and it goes from topics from anime to movies to tabletop games to video games to just every nerd thing you could think of, I guess, to a certain extent. So check them out. Rock Punch ATL. All right. And we also have merch at d4dnd.com. Shirts, mugs, wine glasses, anything you could really want. So go check it out at d4dnd.com. And without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4. You're out. It's so weird. It is, it is weird. It's weird sitting here knowing that all the players are talking. Mm-hmm. They can hear us though. One final note, due to this thing, we're still trying to figure out, so we will not have mute tonight again, but we'll get that figured out as we continue to figure out this whole remote play thing. Yes. So, last time, on a delightful day trip and a duplicitous downer, we started with a knock at the door, where a butler brought a message. A castle letter, you could say, from the castle lanterns. Oh, God. To V, making sure that she was okay in her troubling times with her family. They let her know that she always had a place at their home and always considered her family, even though the wedding with Osvaldo never went through. To help V, they sent her ten harbor moons since she was cut off from her own family and to help her with her venture in the uh, Troll Skull Manor. They also mentioned with their twin children getting worse, they asked for updates on the stone and the money that it protects. Uh, Finley then looking to bring forth her old friend that was lost in the fight in Blue Alley, went down to Mama Uwe's with Voss. And there, Vinley talked to Mama Uwe about bringing back Savard, who had died and perished when they went to the Harrow Dust room, but was able to learn that the, her connection to Savard 
continued and stayed. Uh, sorry, we are, are we still getting an echo on me? That's so weird because we weren't uh, waiting on chat. Are we still getting an echo? Mm, no one has said no more echo. No more yeah. echo. Okay, great, great. Thank you all so much. Again, yeah. whole new setup. We're still getting the kinks out, but thank you all so much for keeping us, uh, you know, in line and letting us know when their poems continue to do that in the Twitch chat. Thank you all so much. Okay. As I was saying, uh, Vinley at Mama Uwe's realized that her connection to Savard was still true and was able to bring Savard back, as well as a few others with a new spell, Flock of Familiars, using the head of one of the hobgoblin, no, of one of the drug addicts, uh, the one that um, she killed in the drug den, turned it into a floating skull, very similar to a flaming skull, Moss seemed to have problems with, and a giant bullfrog that Mama Uwe killed in the ritual to bring back. During the, the one hour summoning of Savard and these other familiars, Mama Uwe looked to V and found out that there was something about her that as if there was hundreds of voices inside of her upon learning that V had her ancestors within her. Mama Uwe asked if she wanted to speak with them and performed a seance where V got to meet her ancestors. She met the ancestors that rage inside of her that they have seen a couple of times now that, that ethereally project out of her like Lo did in the beginning and continues to do so. Just after V had lost her family and was debating on coming up with a new name, she learns that she does have another name, and that is the Clan of the Veterocs. And they give her her new, her new last name, but she also learns that she is missing a name through the trial of Varex to earn her epithet. She must eventually go back home and do the trial so that she may be ordained in her new epithet. Gathering everyone together, Harold and V decide that they need to visit the remains of an old friend as they make their way to the yawning portal and up to the third story where Three Strings Room was laying. But as they entered, all they found was like a ghost left behind of Harold's memories a wig that he seemed to be attached, the infamous purple pants hanging in the closet, the loot that Harold himself gave Three Strings his name once he had broken it when he was in the Alm University. Uh, from there, V and Harold realized they need to blow off some steam after the frustrations of Three Strings Room and everything that has happened over the, the past few days, V, with V's family, with everything, they decide to hit up the fighting pit um, at the tavern that ho hosts the, one of the only legal fighting arenas in Waterdeep. 
Through there, they witnessed a bronze dragonborn named Kuma fighting the small, wiry, undefeated Mad Jack. Mad Jack was victorious. And V decided it was time for her chance and her time in the ring. And so V enters, fought her way after several matches, but ended up losing the last to the kind Southern dragonborn Kuma. Over a pint of apple juice, they talk about fighting together in the blood and gory pits, which takes place in the Xanathar's lair. Retiring for the day, thinking about the, the machinations of what is to come, Voss makes his way to his room, where he finds a strange scent that leads him out to the back patio, where he is met once again with the half-drowned teenager, Elvandria. After a small conversation about what true power is in the city, and maybe even the world, Voss invites her to join him in the field ward. And that is where we begin tonight's session. The cool air kicks at your back as it washes through the quieting city streets. Street lanterns barely illuminate the area consumed in shadow of the waning crescent moon. Elvandria, the half-drowned teen, keeps to the shadows as you walk your way up the high road, past the upper towers of the troll wall, and into the field ward itself. Tell the dirt-packed refuse and waste soiled streets of the forgotten ward assault your nose, reminding you of the stench of the sewers, a foul fetter that even dwarves the fetid stench of the dock ward. You were Tell saying me. something, boss? Where do the desperate degenerates in this place tend to dwell? Yeah, so what brings us to this disease-infested blood fields, Orc Tongue? I pull out a health potion from my coked, and I hand it to her. Are we going to get into a fight? <sighs> Hopefully not. I look around, what building here looks to A, be the most packed, and B, house, hard to say, the most dangerous types here. With the night overtaking the city, um, you're actually surprised by the amount of people still wandering the streets in the field ward. Mm. Um, for a community seemingly divided by the ill repute and disease ridden, um, you see that a lot of them are still gathering together treating each other more like family than neighbors uh, many of them are gathering together around bonfires as they're telling stories and singing songs passed down through the diverse cultures uh, and different people there are taverns that you could find um, in the area that is the field ward is less is so different than the rest of the city in the sense where this uh, the rest of the city is broken up in the wards there almost like its own types of people gathering in those areas with its own little pockets of shady areas this whole area the whole entire field ward is people that are of ill repute or disease building with a lot of people in it that's all i need take your pick I, what kind of building you're looking for <laughs> you're looking for a tavern or you're looking for to walk into people's homes no That'd be a tavern. Public. Okay. Okay. Easy enough. Easy enough. I, before I go in, I say, go in there first. 
I just want you to observe. And if I fall, feed this to me. But do not interfere in what is about to happen. Do you understand? Are you about to add more blood to the blood fields? Maybe just mine. We'll see. Go. She walks in, kind of hesitantly, not quite sure what to expect. Um, not really sure what your play is, but she does as instructed. She walks in. Um, you kind of see her enter through this like ramshackle door that's barely hanging on by a hinge. Um, the wood is long rotted, but you know it keeps most of the chill out. You know, I mean, it's it's a summer night, so there's it's a warm breeze, but uh, you definitely can can open. You can hear the what little bit of music there is. It's almost like um, it's someone playing the uh, like the the bottle that's like mm. covered, like has like water and like the jug, and just like blowing into a jug, uh, kind of giving that whistle tune um, as she enters. Uh, tons of chatter and noise coming from inside. This is a hard place, but it seems like the people who live here make the best of it. Yeah, and as you're watching her, you're actually surprised that not a lot of eyes fall on her. I take my coat and I push it aside so that it brushes against my coin purse. And I loosen it enough so that with every step, you can hear it. And I want people to see it. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a performance check. Certainly. Wow, not a bad roll to start with. Um, performance is plus two, so 21. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, with every step, there's just this loud, uh, almost strangely echoes out in the room um, like boot spurs in a Western uh, yeah. as this change just constantly. <clears throat> yep. I keep hand on it. I want to move to a place where I am alone and where I'm visible. Okay. Um, there's an open seat at the bar. I sit and I wait. And I actually put this, if I can buy a drink here, mm -hmm. I reach into the purse and put a full gold on the table. Uh, so the bartender um, is a Duragar, so a dark-skinned dwarf. Mm -hmm. um, and he is missing his left eye. Um, mm -hmm. There is a long scar that runs down it, but there's no eye patch. There's no nothing. It's just an empty socket. Um, half of the beard on that side is kind of just patchy and missing. And as he kind of looks up um, and kind of snarls, he, you put that on there. And there's almost like a like a a hesitation as he looks at it, looks at you. I slowly quickly. slide it towards him. I say, just keep whatever you have here coming. And let me know if anyone's coming up behind me. And he looks at you, picks it up, and he bites it to make sure that it's real, that you're not playing a game. He looks at you intently and gives you a nod and then asks what you want to drink. What do you have? Um, I got a little bit of everything. What you, what you really want? Your hard drinker, your soft drinker. What you're looking for? Uh, dark brown liquor. 
right, come right up, come right up. And uh, he kind of goes over, pours a, um, you know, a shot and just sets it down and then sets the bottle next to it. And I am waiting. Okay. I'm seeing if anyone noticing, seeing if anyone is brave enough to make a move on me. Okay, go go ahead and just give me a uh, perception check. Uh, go ahead and make it with advantage because you asked the bartender to look also. Yep. Nice. <laughs> advantage is useful. Um, hold up. Pulled out of my characters sheet real quick, and it's plus five. Okay, seventeen. Okay. Uh, you notice um, as you come up, um, you kind of catch out of the corner of your eye um, a human. Um, and he has uh, this skin that is almost like a puzzle as part of it is dark and other parts are light um, as he is vertiligo. Uh, and... Um, and you notice that like part of his, the right side of his eye is just this just crazy pattern that goes and then up through his neck. And you watch as, as he's trying to be nonchalant, um, but he definitely, his hand definitely reaches for that pouch that you're oh so prominently displaying. Yeah, I snatch him. his hand as soon as he moves for it. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a athletics check bad 14 wait no my athletics is actually higher now uh 16 yep uh he's pretty quick but you still grab his hand yep he's like uh i was just trying to get uh his um what'd you say you want this i I was just trying to get a drink i swear i swear and i tighten my grip on it all right, go ahead and make me an intimidation check. Okay. 19. Uh, yep. yep. Uh, he does not move, and he's like, I'm sorry. It's, nobody comes out here spending that kind of money. Do you want to take this from me? Not anymore. No. Answer honestly. Do you want to take this from me? I did, but not anymore. I move out towards the center of the bar. Okay. And I bring him with me. Got it. He like... Here's space as much as I can. I pull out the kukri and I throw it at his feet. Are you aiming for... Are you just... No, uh, I'm giving it to him. Okay, as, he, as it slams into the hardwood floor, uh, he are you still holding on to his hand? I am now. I've taken about five paces away from him, and I leave it on the floor. Pick it up. Uh, look, I, I really didn't want any trouble. Pick uh, it up. And he'd be like very shakily, like pulls it from 
the boards as he looks around at the bar and you see everyone watching to see what's about to happen. Um, your passive insight picks up that some people are kind of excited, like, wow, this is this shit just got crazy. And then a, a couple of other people are eyeing you specifically kind of pissed off. Understood. I take one of the rapiers at my side. I let it clatter to the ground. Knives at my side clatter to the ground. I then open up my coat. And with rapier, just holding the rapier in its own scabbard to my side. Three shots to the torso. If I fall, it's yours. Why are you getting that? I'm giving you a chance to make yourself. Why are you hesitating? Do you not understand that chances like this do not come to you every day? Why are you hesitating? You. I don't want to kill you. Why? It, look, we're, we may not be the best out here. We may be dying, but... Why are you afraid? Why do you want to die? I put the rapier on the ground. There's an old saying, friend. Victors do not spurn opportunity. I have on my person 250 gold, and I am giving you the opportunity to take it from me. Think of what you can do with that money. You not have resolve? Do you not have want? Do you not have desire? Pause. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As he... All right. If this is what you want, and as that is, as he's saying that... What's your passive perception? 15. 15? Um, <clears throat> you... Uh, you kind of uh, hear um, coming from kind of behind you um, the actually hold on uh, you hear movement of someone kind of moving away from you. Oh, oh yeah, oh, I was doing. Mm -mm, no. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and and uh, as that happens, you kind of turn around and you feel something like embed itself in between your shoulder blades. Cool. Uh, I need that. Yep. Take, twi sad. take 26 points of piercing damage. Sweet. And uh, the uh, and your coin purse is taken from you. Who took it? You look over and you see a goblin. Um, 
Is he running? He's not running. Nope. Standing. But he has taken uh, enough steps back away from you as he's spinning a dagger in his hand and just smiles up at you with these gnarled uh, yellow teeth as he's like licking his uh, licking across the front row of his I teeth. Can he dodge the damage to at least lessen it? Okay. I look at this foul creature in front of me and I say, which of the whores of Waterdeep do you work for, small man? The eyes or the snake? I work for myself. I stand back up and I say, again. Your, your passive insight picks up that he's not telling you the truth. Ah. Yep. So... I'll ask again, which of the whores of Waterdeep do you open your legs up for, yeah. small man? You can either make a persuasion or intimidation check. It's up to you. I think we know which way I'm going on this. I, I figured, <laughs> but... 20. Um, uh, Say it! The eyes, as he's like kind of contemplating his life choices right now. So, where are the eyes? Where is Xanathar? Go ahead and make me a general persuasion, uh, intimidation. You're being very intimidating right now. So we go ahead and just give me a general intimidation check for the for the room. Oh, just for the room. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Eighteen. Okay. Um, judging from your passive insight as you're making this grandiose boisterous intimidation and uh this giant scene putting your life on the line you start to clock that there's about 15 people in here that might be associated with either or of the uh gangs in the city cool this is what i wanted and this is why it's dangerous Where's Xanathar? Why is he not here? Assisting you. Why is he not here? And he stabbed me in the shoulder blades? Yeah. I pull off my cloak, bleeding with you. Answer me now! Uh, well, he, he's, he may not be here, but he's, he's provided. And, and yeah. And, and he, he makes sure that I, I have food. And who does table. he provide for? You're here in the field ward while he scurries in the sewers like a rat. Who rules this city? Does Xanathar rule the city? Then where is he? You hear someone say, Mad Stoon rules this city. And where does this foppish wizard live? Where is he in the city? Why is he not here? Where is he? Why is he here not sharing your burden? Why is he here not bleeding with you? Why is he not here? Go ahead and make a persuasion roll. Nice. Ha! 15. 15. Um, you notice that of... Four people get up and walk out. Mm. But 
most of the room is starting to like kind of you hear like kind of see them like chattering to each other and like looking at you and this like who is this person that you get the vibe of like what like you, you're right yeah who where are they why why aren't they here who who do they think they were you know we're forced to live out here when even they're in the city like you're starting to get to them you kind of yeah. feel that sense you also hear a couple of them talking about like um yeah, we they keep pitting us against each other. We're supposed to be a family. We're mm. we're the field ward. The only people that care about us is us. Do you and, know why they aren't here? Why they scurry in the sewers, or ponce around in high towers? You kind of get up almost a universal, you know, why? Because they're the whores, whores who take the nobles' gold who live in the city that you helped make, brick by brick that you helped create and that cast you out like lepers. Some of us are lepers. Then you at the bottom know best what it is to be trodden on, to be forgotten. But do you know why they do this? Again, you kind of pick up that everybody's waiting expectantly for you to answer. Because they're afraid of you. you Even get... the nobles in their high towers are scared of you. And do you know why? Because even a man with a purse still bleeds. When a man stabs him and I point to the goblin that just stabbed me. Tell me, what's your name? I point at him. Um, uh, like, he's like, you just see this, like, almost like shaking and, and like, he's like, like, again, regretting his life choices from having stabbed you. Um, I get down on one knee and I get it on his level as if he were going to stab me right now. He could do it. I'm Greg. Um, Greg, how often do you walk inside the inner parts of Waterdeep? You never do, do you? I mean, I've been in the sewers. With Xanathar and his rats? Yeah. They use the eyes and the snake to throw you against one another because if you were united for a single cause, you could rock this city and take that for yourselves. But as long as you're divided against one another, so long as you worship the eyes and the snake, that will never be. I'm here to offer you something different. And I take out and I hold my hand out to the goblin for my coin purse. Uh, he, he gives it back to you. I take half of everything I have and I put it on the table. So 125. 125 gold on the table. Okay. Everybody in the room is looking at you intently and the money on the table. This? What are you buying? I'm not buying anything. This is my buy-in for you. Xanathar does not buy in for you. He wants you as a meat shield. 
He wants you as something that can be thrown against each other to supply the nobles with more fat and more gold. I give you this so that you can buy power. How many of you know how to wield a blade? You see a couple of hands yeah, the, the, raised. Probably, probably about a third of the room raise their hands. Yeah. Not enough! How many of you live in constant fear in this non-walled city? That you, see anyone... even, you see even more hands raise. Yeah, almost, almost the entire room. How many of you want to know how to fight? Because here's the thing about the field ward. We're not really water deep. If we were water deep, where are the guards? Where are the guilds? Where are those things that are supposed to keep you safe? And I say, if water deep rejects us, we don't need them. This is our land. Our spot. And it's up to us to defend it. What do you want me to do? Another persuasion check. Or, or intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> kind of either or. Yeah. Hmm? I am shouting a lot. Yeah. You're kind of asserting more telling than persuading. <laughs> you see every single person stand and rally with you. Take this money. I want to see all of you with the willingness and the readiness to be armed by blades. In two days time, I will return here and show you how to use them. I will show you how to fight, how to live. And more than anything else, I will show you how to have purpose beyond being a slave to the whores of this city. I know what it is to be a slave. And I know how to break chains. And let me tell you, living in fear is a slave's life. Who are you? My name is Friend, for that is what I am. Who do we call upon, friend? There is a new power rising in this place. I represent a different gang. One, intent on taking back the city as their own. For those of you with the willingness to fight, I offer you the opportunity to learn. But even for those of you with the ability to stand as one, I offer you the opportunity to grab power by your own hands, not given to you by a whore, but taken by your own metal. That's what we are. And so I trust that the money I have given you today will not be used for drink or drug or any of those pleasures that they know that make you weak, that run you dry. But for Blade, and to begin to rebuild this area. 
in two days time. And I point to the building that we cleared out. That is okay. where I will show you. Got to it. any who wish to report this to the whores of the city, tell them I'll be there, ready and waiting. I am not afraid of the nobles' whores. I am friend to any who would call upon me and an enemy to those who wouldn't. And you will find I am a very dangerous enemy indeed. But as your friend, you'll find I am a loyal one because I'm here bleeding with you, taking your blows. And I take the blood from my shoulder, rub it, through my hair, we bleed as one. And you see them all raise whatever tankards they have and mm. said, to our friend. Oh, yep. And I extend my hand out to the goblin to shake it. He holds his hand out. It's got a little shaky, but he takes Respect, your hand. Respect, Grek. You took initiative when no one else did. Respect. Keep that fire burning inside of you. Nods. And I reaffix my coin purse. Two days, this time, late at night. For now, we work in the shadows, but the time will eventually come when we will work in the day when the noble eyes are on us and they will be afraid. And as you're saying this, you actually, your passive perception notices Ilvandria leave. Okay. At that point, I go out. Okay. Assuming they'll let me, I do they, leave. Yeah. Oh yeah, they completely go. Yeah, they wait half a beat to see if you're going to take your coin. and we'll I, walk away. I, as, as everybody's hesitating, I say... I trust you. Please do not disappoint me. I'm going to deduct half my coin off right now. Okay. And Elandria left. Where did she go? You, As you walk out, you see her, but she is not waiting for you. Oh, she's just going? Yep. She's not gone. You see her. You can catch up to her, but she is, I, she's walking. I catch up to her. It was 311 gold, so it's 155, 156. Okay. Um, as you walk up to her, your passive picks up that she's kind of giving you the cold shoulder. She seems to be very put off by you right now. Do you know why I did that? What are you doing to those people? They have nothing. All they want is to live with some sense of dignity. Dignity. What you is say that want? you know what it's no. You say you know what it's like to be a slave. I know what it's like to have nothing, to be spit on, to be treated like vermin. I take off my left glove. I'm not sure if you notice how this world works, but you Earth skin fox shit on drow. I grew up being called a dirt elf but it's your kind that is dirt. It's not my fault I was born this way. It's not their fault for being born begging for scraps like beaten dogs. What do you get out of this? 
You wanted to show me power? You're just a tyrant, a manipulator. You don't care about these people. You may look like a human, but you act like an orc. When I was five, I was bought by an orc. When I was seven, I killed my first man. Most of my life, I have been a slave. And let me tell you something. Every word I said back there to those people was true. You don't see it now. But the only way to escape the chains of this city are to break them violently. I had to kill my captain in order to get out from under him. I know what it is to be a slave in every sense of the word. And let me tell you something. I have no interest in ruling over these people, but I have every interest in turning this city into something new. You can believe that or not, but you remember what it felt like to watch your village be burned to be taken by orcs, to watch your parents be taken by orcs, yes? My mom, I don't know my dad. Your mother then. What would you give if you had the power to do something about that? I would have saved her. And how would you have saved her? I would have killed the orcs and we would have left but you didn't because you didn't have the power to do it. I was four. Fuck you. Yeah. And I was five. And those people have been raised being told that that's the best that they'll ever have. That the field ward is absolutely the pinnacle of what they'll be. And I say that's not true. I don't blame you for not doing anything like you said you were for. But you want strength. A rabbit can only run from the fox, but the fox can choose to kill. I need to teach these people how to have power and how to wield it effectively. If I don't, nothing will ever change. And they have to know how to take it in their own hands. So what I get out of this is destroying the thing I hate most in this city, which is everything from the top. But what they get out of it, finally having the ability to take power I'm not looking down on anyone. Believe me. We'll make sure it stays that way, Orc Tongue, because I'm not four anymore. No. 
I suggest you learn as much as you can from those orcs that you despise so much. I certainly did. But when the time came, and after I felt I'd taken enough beatings, and I reach into my coat pocket, I pull out a preserved eye and show it to her. I finally decided I had enough too. You're going to do well. You have fire inside of you. Always speak your mind around me. I promise you, I will always listen, even if you hate me. Just make sure you're not like the snakes or the Xanathar. What they want is entirely different from what I want. That's to be seen. Fair enough, young one. I think that's enough excitement for tonight. If I could have my potion black, please, I may need it. He pulls it out, hands it to you. And I take it. I offer her a single gold. She walks away. I take it back. You watch as she disappears uh, around a corner and disappears into an alleyway. It's all coming together slowly. I look up at the highest point in the city, take out a single outstretched finger, and just first shot across the bow. You don't even know it. And I walk back, take a carriage if I can, back to the house. Uh, once you. Once you uh, breach the troll wall that separates the field ward from the uh, north ward, you can easily take a carriage. I do. Okay. Okay. Where are you going? Home. Okay. Um, It'll be a silver. Yep. And that's what I do. Okay. Uh, Everybody else is asleep. And so you can, yep, takes a long rest, and we're going to pick up the next morning. You all wake up and gather in the common room, as you always do after completing your morning rituals, where you are greeted by the sound of a knock at the door, followed by a letter that is slipped under the door. Uh, Bailey, if you could switch to... Uh, hold on. Um, and as uh, the... Letter has Vio Miliana written on it. Oh no. <laughs> I'm so tired uh, of getting letters. <laughs> I'll go over and pick up the letter and be like, oh, V, it's for you. Okay. Uh, I can't read that. It says Bachelor's Ball, though. I can read that. Uh, someone is re- requested at the company of. Is requested at Holfer Manor. It says Lady Viomiliana. Yes. Oh, it says Lady. See, for some reason. Oh, because it's a tiny font there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it is, is handwritten. Hand yep. Oh my God, it's handwritten. Yeah. So there's it's print. Really cute. And it says 
The company of Lady Viomiliana Gathala is requested at whole form manor in the trades ward on the second uh, day evening, uh, on second day evening, flame rule 12, 1492 at first dark. And it is signed, uh, hold on, I gotta switch back to his name. Dolbron Sigrin Anteos Third. That. No, we're this good. In, and then it says, this invitation grants up to two guests to accompany the invite holder. Okay. Um, when is that day? Is that soon? Tonight. It's tonight. Woo! And uh, who is it signed by at the bottom? Dolbron uh, Sigrin Anteos Third. Do I know who that is? You can make a uh, history roll on the Anteos family. Okay. May I also make that roll? Yeah. Uh, You can. Thank you. Ooh, Um, natural 20, yeah! I got a 15. (laughs) I got a 15 on it. Uh, Okay. Give us just a second to pull up our notes. Uh, So uh, the Anteos is a noble house in the city. Okay. Uh, Two seconds, and we'll tell you, pull up our notes real quick. There being... Yes, um, they are known for uh, trading and money changing, money lending. Uh, they're successful money money lenderings and barterers. Okay, so they're just money lenders and barters. Got it. And so yeah, Harold's they are going a noble to... family that That's has. Odd. Why would they invite me anywhere right after being? Uh, and just <laughs> like the name Holfor Manor really sticks out. You know that party you guys were talking about going to try to figure out how to get into? Literally yeah. yesterday. Literally oh. yesterday. That's this party. Oh shit. Right. I just got an invite to the party. Well, I guess I'm accepting this. Fuck. Okay. Um Are you well, saying this good. in the common room? So so V, you know, turns and's like, um, 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 so I guess I have an invite to that party. <gasps> That's awesome. I or two will... it is. No. You're gonna have I... to get really prettied up. Yeah, not you're not pretty always, but you yeah. know. But I mean, okay. I don't even know this person who invited me, but I guess I have to hang out with them now. Wait, wait, wait. I'm looking over her shoulder. Bachelor's ball? Yeah. Is That's this going to be a little weird um, to explain to Renair? He's a Harper. He'd understand that she's being covert. Not that I agree yeah, with that. like a spy right sounds gross okay Vinley, please um well uh, is it just for you uh yeah it's just for me it's the company the but it says right there lady miliana it says you get to take two people right there oh i didn't see that fine print because it's blurry at the bottom (laughs) sorry i don't have my glasses on today Um, (laughs) who are you gonna take uh well Harold and I and and we'll decide the other once we get to an idea of what would be the best tactical option, right? What about Renier? Yeah. Wait, wait, bad idea? wait, no, hold on. It's the bachelor's ball though. Right. Should I invite girls? Show, showing up with guys might yeah. kind of defeat the purpose of what they're intending. So then relationship with Harold though. 
yeah but not everybody in uh not i i, I agree it might i can i can talk my way in okay so i should bring vinley and seisha because they probably aren't capable of talking their way in seisha and definitely Harold, and then Harold can talk his way in and then Voss I don't know you just do what you do I suppose Voss could pose as the help that's okay um I'll he if... is my Harold that's okay oh, no. um that sounds like an alright plan but more importantly, this could be an opportunity for you to get close to another noble family, particularly the Rosnars, who we now have suspicion may have one of the eyes. Getting a copy of the guest mm. book would be good, too, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, I could take notes! That sounds like something you'd do. I think that if one of us was to try to take the, the guest book, it'd be better to just take wait. a page. Wait, wait, I have an idea. Okay. One of us going to the party takes the stone so that we remember every single person who was there. I could take it. Stone is currently attuned to me, and I'm not- Why are you attuned to it? Because I just had it. It attuned itself to you without ever being attuned to it before? That's what I'm assuming it does. It did it to you. Well, it's not like the guy goes around attuning to things. He's no. He's knowledgeable on attunement. No, Whatever I attuned to it first. You remember it attuning to you. Remember, you got your memories back. Right, but I had attuned to it previously. Yep, that's yep. that's what I'm getting at. Yep, got it. Yep. Whatever the case may be, it might be better if I go in discreetly. I am not of nobility, nor have I ever been related to it. You two are at least associated with one of the more powerful factions, you being a member of the Church of Agma and you being a member of Force Grey. And Harold, as always, is Harold. Okay. I've got dimples, well, and that helps. Yeah, they are great. Sure. Whatever the case, um, I'll try to find a more discreet route in. We have to go get dresses! Oh, yeah! Oh, uh, yay! Oh, I'll wear purple. Shopping, 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 shopping. You're not gonna wear those pants, are you, Harold? Not anymore. Were you really considering wearing them? I, I, you know, there was a reason I wore them in the first place. I look great. Let's be honest with ourselves. I'm one of the top ten asses in Waterdeep. Yeah. We all know it. From your mistakes. Everybody knows it. I just it, listen. A little bit of chap to go with a, a lifetime of stories. People talk about my butt. What are you gonna choose? It's obvious. All right, I won't wear them, but only in the interest of being tactical, okay? That's very generous. Yeah, 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 I'm sacrificed for the team, I guess. Okay. Well, um, um, yeah. aside from dresses, it seems that we have a plan of action. What time is the party? Doesn't actually say on the it, invitation. It, it, it does. Nightfall. It says first dark. Okay, well, first dark to me is not a time. Excuse me. <laughs> no. Um, you know, first dark. That time of day, clearly. Okay. Well, we've got some time to kill before then. 
And it's about that time that you actually hear a knock at the door. I'll Harold. get it. Yep. Yeah. You know, when she says it, yeah, Harold's like, yeah, perfect. <laughs> I go answer the door. Okay. As you open the door, you look out over a bustling city street as the citizens of Splendor all rush around starting their daily routine. You hear the clearing of a throat as you look down to see the three and a half foot halfling man that helps run your bar alongside Kara. Uh, hello and a uh, good day. Uh, I hope everything's all, all rise and shine. Uh, looks like we're going to have a beautiful day today. Sun shining, birds singing, money's flowing. Uh, probably one of the best days for uh, weather I've, I've seen in a long time. Uh, anyways, uh, I came up here to tell uh, Master Ovalton and Lady Gathala that Lord Never Ember is downstairs awaiting your company. Uh, he's accompanied by a, a walrus of a man currently. Uh, is there anything else I can do for the rest of you? Mm. Uh, no, I, th- I think we're pretty good unless anybody needs something. I could enjoy that. How's your daughter? Uh, Which one? Oh, that's right. You have 12 babies. (laughs) Uh, But family's fine. Wife's good. You know, everything's good. Uh, You know, thanks to the income I have coming in. You know, um, I haven't heard from from Tilly, but she usually sends a letter. Well, when you hear from her, um, let her know that we said hi and we hope she's doing well. I will. um, We're back in the Southern Ward now. Uh, Congratulations! Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, anyways, um, I gotta get downstairs before Kara starts uh, yelling at me. You, you know oh, how she is. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And, uh, Thanks. We'll see you. He rushes downstairs. Oh, uh, well? you want to join me hanging out with uh, Renier? I mean, I'm sure everybody's welcome. It sounds it's like it's either Mert or Volo with her. I would like to see if who that is first, personally, before I make a decision. That's fine. Let's go downstairs I, and get breakfast. Breakfast sounds perfect. And I'll lead the way downstairs. I'm going to cast Flock of Familiars before we leave. Just to have my bullfrog. I'm going to dismiss Tassar as okay. soon as he comes out. <laughs> okay. Uh, coming up. Gotta have that frog. <laughs> the big uh, chungus. Is that sanitary? He's as clean as I am. It's a frog. I'm sure it's fine. His eye is falling out. I just well, push, push, just push that back in there. He's not a well-assembled frog, but still a frog. <laughs> right? It's more like a toad. Definitely What's a the toad. difference? Yeah, you actually watch as his tongue, <laughs> his tongue reaches up, grabs the eye, eats it, and then a few minutes later, it's like its tongue pushes its eye back in the socket from the inside. <sighs> wow. How talented he is. That is not okay. The words are out of my mouth. I'm sorry. Oh, God. I'm going to go get some sausage. Meet you at the table. I'm uh, thinking more like frog legs. And I'll head over inside to see who it is that's uh, waiting there with Mert. I mean, with, with the, I know it's Mert. But who's, who's there <laughs> waiting? With Renair. Uh, entering into the spirits of Trollskull, you see the very rotund, round man with long yellow curls and curled mustache sitting at the table with Renair. At first, you think it might be some other noble that is, that is, until you hear the notorious vo- voice of the infamous walrus, Mert the Moneylender. I'm there telling you, the lower half was a snake, but the rest of the body was worth martyring your own mother to to save to send your hell between her bosom. <laughs> Met her in Skullport. Had a nice few run-ins with her as an informant before I settled down with the Aspera. God's rest her soul. 
Ah, Harold, tell us what's the craziest run-in in the hay you've had, lad. Bots oh. always get the losses as he nudges uh, Renair. You can instantly tell that Renair is deeply embarrassed and riddled with shame for the conversation his unapologetic, brass-natured friend is having at the tavern. Uh, Renair looks at you, Harold, uh, and goes, or if you want, um, we can talk about anything else. You know, I like the idea of anything else because frankly, this uh, this is not the audience for that story. Um, how you doing, man? It's good to see you. And I'm gonna- What story? Uh, not here, yes, ever, in not where we work. Trust oh, me. I guess so. And I'm gonna move um, back over to the table quickly and sit. Right. Um, anyways, uh, I got, I got your, your letter. Um, you said you wanted to talk. Uh, do you have a minute now, Errol? Yeah, now's the perfect time. Okay. Um, and then, uh, as, as he stands up and he sees you, uh, V, and he just kind of, kind of smiles and says, oh, V, how, how, how are you? I'm, I'm good. Did you receive my letter? I, I, I did. Um, okay. I'm, do you? I would love to actually talk more after we after I talk to Harold. Right, right. Do I need to leave? Um, he looks to Harold. Oh, we probably talk alone real quick. Okay. Oh. Just well, V I can just come. Didn't... Oh, okay. Yep. Harp, harp uh, stuff. And uh, yeah, he he kind of just uh, awkwardly, but just kind of like yeah, yeah, um, of, of course. Uh, I would. Um, it's your, um, yeah. How are you? Do I get the yeah. feeling that he's tired? Uh, like, no, you get the feeling that he is really awkward and doesn't quite know how to act around V. Okay. Okay, I'm good. Are you feeling okay? Um, and I like he, like walking away. Yeah, sorry. Uh, talking to Mert just puts you in a mood. Oh yeah, yeah. I can. Yes, uh, yes it does. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a, my head's a bit frazzled just trying to wrap my mind around, well, the crudeness of his entire existence. But oh! He's very good at what he does. and He's good at lending money, that's for sure. Uh, he's good at more than that, but... Oh, like what? He just has... Well, he was a very successful adventurer for years. Oh. Um, he's I... done a lot for this city, and uh, he's a good man behind all of the... Well, ever since his wife died, it got worse. Asper kept him in line, but uh, anyways, um, where should we go to talk? Um, uh, we could just go to, I look around, I guess the basement's the closest private place. Upstairs, the basement. Yeah, we'll I mean, just go upstairs. It's easiest. Okay. You're having this conversation alone? Yes. Uh, yeah, just, you know, me, Renera, and Harold. That's Is that fine. a problem? I stay downstairs. I'm sure you could keep Mert company. I'm gonna head upstairs. With the knowledge that Mert being a Caesar adventurer and that he could probably kick my ass does leave a poor taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, the, the three of you head upstairs um, to the common room. Um, and he just kind of, as Renair gets up, he just kind of lets out this just, Oh, sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, it's he... fine. Yeah, he has me, no there's... filter. 
There's plenty oh, of guys we, like that in the Bard College. I promise. Oh, we know, we know. We we're familiar with him Mary. and others like him. And he just sort of like looks at Harold. Harold. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> where were we talking? We were talking. We were talk- yes. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about um, everything, first of all, uh, with Matt um, and that whole situation uh we never really got a whole lot of time to talk about it um so i wanted to kind of broach that awful subject real fast yeah he's a psycho who's obsessed with torturing harold maybe yeah he's how i um, view it at this point yeah he got us all um i mean harold he had the pants that's that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, you would think that in this situation, there would be some sort of like any sort of indicator on his person in his home somewhere. And we went and we looked through his stuff and there was just nothing like that. And it, it, it just really, um, it's hard to deal with. And I wanted to know if there was anything the Harpers were doing to maybe look into the unlikely idea that he survived. Uh, We, from what I understand, um, it's out of my hands right now. Uh, It has been passed up the chain uh, and it is indeed being investigated. I believe the organization is looking into one, finding out how that we were infiltrated as Matt, as we knew him, was recruited right out of college. We, right. He was confronted just after he graduated. So we have known, uh, we've known him as Matt as long as, just not, not too long as much as you have. Um, I wonder if he was the Harlequin before then or after. Oh, it's, it was a before thing. Uh, I'd heard of the Harlequin before I'd gotten to college, correct? Yeah, Boogeyman. Yeah, exactly. uh, There were, there were, the Roses gang talked about him. It was, I mean, like, I was just like campfire story stuff. How long before? I'm kind of wondering if the Harlequin is sort of a passed down persona because there's no way he was like a young teenager and was the Harlequin, right? This is, we're talking about the most masterclass actor I've ever seen. It's like his entire almost physiology changed when he became who he was. It's not as simple as that. He could have just been very expertly disguising himself. He could have baking, I mean, he's just so subtle. There's no telling. How long, can we do like a history check on the Harley Quinn to know how long the existence of that persona has existed? I would let Harold do that. Okay. I'll go ahead and do that. Sure. History check? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm so good at history. Four. <laughs> yeah, you, the only thing you know is is what you know from being with the Harlequin. Um, the uh, up until that night after the casino, you had never heard of the Harlequin. That's true. I hadn't. That's yeah. why. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'll. Um... Um, it is. That is entirely plausible. Um, there have 
there have been, it is rare, but there have been actors and spies who have been that good in the past. Um, it is, but never to that level, I can say. Um, I, we're all thrown for it. Um, at first, it our, I, just being honest, at first I was a little almost offended um, that the Harpers didn't see it, but I realized that it, there's no way any of us could have known. He was just so good. Um, it's just mind blowing to me. And I, I just, I think that what we should be keeping an eye out because he's already destroyed our expectations before. There's no reason why he couldn't do something like that again and have leapt out of a window or I just feel like the fact that his room was so perfectly missing any details of who he really was. I, I, I just feel it in my gut. He wanted me to see it. I yeah. feel it in my gut. He's out there want, still. I don't I agree want to, with that. I don't want to believe that. I don't want to believe that, but I also, I'm going to be honest, and if he is truly as bad as he is, I would not put it past him. When the Harpers go that deep, you have to live a lie to be the lie. It is, it be, we have known, there have been several members who go so deep undercover and so deep into a persona or even have so many personas that they begin to lose their mind. They forget who's who. If that's the case with him, then we'll have to see that as a weakness that can be exploited if he's still around. Yeah. Um, there's one more thing I need to talk to you about, and I'm V, you're going to have to trust me on this, but I, I, I need to talk to him about this alone. I promise you. I will fill you in on the details, but right now it's very dangerous and I don't want to risk anything. Okay. Just um, trust v, me. Yeah, V really reluctantly walks away. Harold is going to wait until she's gone. And then he's going to look at Renair and he's going to say, trust for me has really gotten rocked lately and people that I, I trusted my whole life more or less um, that turned on me one after another. Um, and with the situation surrounding us and all the danger, um, it's pushed me to this point where I, I, I feel guilty because I can't trust the way I used to it's too dangerous for the people that I care about. Um, I understand. I was betrayed by my own father. I get it. And I understand any precautions that you put forth forward. I know that there is nothing that I can say that will change anything, but I assure you my actions will show otherwise. Oh, I, I trust you. Let me go ahead and say, I think... You're a good guy, and I think that I think that you're good for the people in my life. Um, and I'm glad you're my friend. 
I trust everybody I know right now uh, who lives here, but there's something that happened that's making me uncomfortable that I have to tell you. And I don't know what to do with this information. I don't know how to handle it. You see, um, I got given up uh, to a gang by Voss, uh, the Doom Raiders, which is a gang that he is in. I know who the Doom Raiders are. I did not know that he was a part of them. They were once associated with the Zentarum, but once Manchun moved in, they broke away and became their own individual black network. Um, we have kept eyes on them. Their leader, Davil, is... They are a, a network of underground, but at the same time, they're not showing the normal institutes of what the Zentarum have been known throughout the ages. Well, that's why I wanted to talk to you. See, I took it as a little project for myself to kind of um, look into them a little bit and try to get an idea of what they were about. Um, because I didn't, a bad idea. I didn't trust them. Um, and well, you shouldn't. Well, uh, we're getting to that. Um, so <laughs> I got pulled uh, into a meeting with them, uh, and I agreed to it. Uh, but before the meeting, I didn't understand that they knew I was a Harper. Voss told them because it was obvious that inevitably they'd find out. Um, so I don't know that I completely agree with inevitably they would have found out, but you know, he was trying to do what was best to not throw me into a place where if they did know, I'd be dead in seconds. I believe that. I believe that. Okay. Here's where things get weird. So the Doom Raiders seem okay. They're good people at the end of the day. They just take shortcuts. And I'm not a guy anymore, I would say, who's about taking shortcuts. Uh, but I'm willing in the, in the grand scheme of the uh, the state of the city and the dangers inherent to look to the darker side of things to try to get a better idea of where, what kind of steps we should take forward. Um, you know, we can't, the Harpers, our hands are tied sometimes. Having friends in darker places allows us to get an idea, a better idea of what things are happening. Not necessarily to allow evil to happen, but to get an idea of what the what the bad in town is doing and to have a finger on the pulse of that. I believe Voss is setting that up for us in such a way that these very experienced lich killing adventurers who have made this break off gang from the Centaurum. Now we have people that are mostly good that are in a position of, as a powerful rising gang in the city to feed the Harpers directly, whereas the Harpers can feed them information directly as pertains to this whole issue with the gang war going with on the city. The weird part of this was Voss was just acting strangely about this whole thing. I trust Voss. I like Voss. Uh, but the way he talked about the gang made it sound like the direction they're in now 
may not be the direction they'll be going in. And I think it's also important for us to have a clearer idea of what direction that is. And I think that if we made this connection between the gang and the Harpers, it would allow me to keep a better eye on whatever it is that they're planning on doing in the future. I don't want to believe it's something bad. I don't want to believe it's something wrong. But I'm scared for Waterdeep. I just feel it in my gut. Something's wrong. And I, I don't want to believe it's somebody looking to betray me again. I want to ask the Harpers to trust me and to let me do this. Okay. That's it. That, 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 that was a lot easier than I expected. What you just said and what you just did is exactly what it means to be a Harper. It is to gain information and to make sure that one organization does not have enough power that is going to bring harm to the world itself. It's not just about Waterdeep. It's about Toril itself. I want it's to believe. About... I want to believe that they're they really are good. I really want to believe it. I know when I talk to Davil, I can see it in his face. The man is not evil. He's not a great guy, but he's not you know, Manchun, he's not Xanathar. But I get the feeling that with all the craziness going on in the city, there's a very real chance somebody in his organization might take over. I feel like that's what they're looking for, is someone to take over. All right. Keep an eye on it. And, and gain the information and the knowledge that you need. You trust who you believe you can trust. You of all people know this. You know that anybody can betray you. I do. I just don't. There's a certain difficulty that comes into things when you are second guessing every sentence anybody tells you where you're trying to find hidden meaning in things that are probably innocuous, who knows? Maybe that's just the way he left his fucking room, you know? Maybe that's just it. And maybe I am paranoid. I, I, I don't want to inherently change as a person into this bitter, jaded person who, who just doesn't trust anyone. I don't want, no offense, I don't wanna be Mert one day. Jaded, He's bitter, hold up in a room, unwilling to do anything. I can't be that person. Then I don't can't. be then don't be. He kind of places both hands like on the side of your face and kind of pulls you to look at him. You are Harold Hovelton, no matter what. That is who you are. That is who you have become. You have been through so much. Do not let the past shape and change you into a person you don't want to be. Hope for the best. But always expect the worst, but never lose hope. That is what it is. God, man. He smirks. He's like, thank you. Uh, that really does make me feel a lot better. What do you know about the Zentarum? I know uh, I uh, got killed by them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know Manchun is 
ultimately just a man. He's powerful, but he can be tricked. And and even if he likes to put up an air of absolute lack of emotion, there is a gaudiness to him. He doesn't wear those clothes because he doesn't like to be seen. He doesn't act the way he acts because he doesn't like to be known as powerful. I'll tell you what, I think that they are shaky. I think that with just the right amount of misinformation thrown around this city, we can knock those those pedestals out from under him and deal a heavy blow to Banshoon. I don't think fighting him directly was ever the answer. This is a man that we don't know how, but can't be killed or can, but somehow finds a way back. I think the answer is to force him into making some mistakes. I the think Harper, the I, Harpers, the Harpers were created to fight Banshoon. The Zentarum, also known as the Black Network, was created by Manchun in 1261 DR. Manchun was born around 1229 DR to Harlshun I of Zental Keep. Manchun reportedly lost his arm when it was removed by the animated sword when he was young, by an animated sword when he was young, a sword that three young Harper women were also after but never returned from in their mission. Manchun was reportedly killed by his ally, Lord Orgoth, in 1370. Lord Orgoth was rumored to be a pit fiend slain by Silua Darkhope before 1374. Silua was a paladin of Tyr that was corrupted by Lord Orgoth into worshipping Bane. Manchun has been reportedly and confirmed a total of 10 times. This was finally discovered possible when we discovered he was able to create clones. He is the only caster known to be able to unravel the secrets of this spell. Manchun created multiple clones of himself that sparked the Manchun Wars after the first death of Manchun in 1370. Every clone was convinced that they were the real Manchun, so it is impossible to tell if the real Manchun has actually ever been killed or if it, always, if it has always been a clone. This is not to be confused with Simulacrum, which is a spell that creates a spell-like clone out of ice that turns to snow upon death. These were the real bodies every single time. Manchun's family. History is muddled with rumors of family betrayal and the wars of usurpers. The Zentarum's origin is a field of chaos with rumors of Manchun allying with a beholder to manipulate followers of Bane into worshipping Manchun as their leader and becoming members of the Zentarum. One of the Manchuns was, to belie was believed to have become a vampire under the name Lord Orbach. It is unknown how many Manchuns still exist, if they are still fighting, or if they even know of one another's continued existence. It is widely thought amongst the Harpers that this is one of the many reasons why this organization is the hardest to take down. The last known location of Manchun before rumors of him showing up here in Waterdeep since the beginning of the year was in Suzel. Suzel was a port city of Cormier where Mert says he saw the last Manchun as he thwarted him many, many times. I, oh, oh, I'm sorry, that was a lot to just... <laughs> take in this is You're why we stand against the Zentarum and why Manchun being in Waterdeep is so so scary 
you're telling me that we we could kill him and some other Manchun who's just been biding his time could come in and say, oh, no, I never died. It, I'm, I'm fine. I was always here. And then he just takes it back over and we're back at square one. This is unbelievable. Oh, man. Okay, that is a whole... That it doesn't... The plan can still work. That plan doesn't necessarily mean... He isn't fond of himself. Clearly he is if he's making a, a damn army of himself. Um, I, okay, so now we have a clear, I have a much clearer idea of who he is and what he's doing. You said we don't, we only know about the one. That's correct? As far as we know, this, it has been some time and that was in Suzale and, but we don't know for certain if this is the last, if this is one of many, we just don't know. All we can do is try to bring him down and hope that no more come. And that's what we'll do. I'm telling you, this misinformation campaign is going to work. If I can get the Harper's backing on this, we will deal a serious blow through only words. We will pluck the strings of the hop throughout the city and throughout the world. Perfect. I just got to think on what exactly it is I want to say. How exactly to best get to him. I'll do some intel research when I know something. Something that I know will hurt him. I'll come back and let you know. Perhaps an alliance with the Doom Raiders. Someone who, a group that has been in the heart of the organization. Something that we have, would never have considered. Is the correct move. I think so. I will I'll follow your lead on this. All right. Absolutely. Hey, we're a team, man. And I want to tell V2, the trick is I can't have V distrusting Voss any more than she already does. I understand. And it's, it, it would just make, it would just make things harder right now. There I, are, I will tell you right now, being a Harper means keeping secrets even from each other at times. Harper, there are Harpers in this city that I don't know about, that I don't want to know about. Because if I get captured, then I am compromised that their secrets are still safe. I agree. I am happy to talk to her about this. There are the times that she is going to know things that she cannot tell you. Oh, I expect it. And I want it. That's the job. We're all spies. I understand. And I think that what we're doing is still the noble right path. I just... I know. It's hard. I know. But you, it all comes to trusting and loving one another and believing that the cause that we make is not out of spite, but out of necessity. There's one more thing, and I don't know how the Harpers are going to feel about it, so I'm going to go ahead and just say it. Sometimes I don't think the watch is enough. Sometimes I think there should be somebody else out there watching out for people. And I think I'm that person. I think I now you know, and now you know another reason why the Hoppers exist. We are that people. We are those people. I'm gonna be going out some more at night, trying to stop some of the things that are happening in the city. I think as somebody has to stand up for these people and I'm ready to do it. So 
just be aware you might be hearing a little bit of stories about a crazy guy in a mask running around beating up criminals. Who knows how that is? So you will not be the first and you will not be the last. If you'll right. do me a favor and send V up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank uh, you. And I, I will uh, give him a big hug and uh, I will uh, head on downstairs and chuckle at the kick me sign I just taped to the back of his back. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Uh, it's got amazing. a little heart. It'll have a little heart at the bottom. Uh, <laughs> All right. Purple heart. And I will amazing. run downstairs and I will. The two uh, boys do have to sleep like you can't just run around all night both of you i swear to god we will turn this in around <laughs> i'm gonna come right, downstairs so before you meet back up with v um everyone else was left to their own devices yes. enjoying their breakfast uh does anybody talk to Mert? yeah i'll let everybody else go first <laughs> All right. Hi, Word. Hi, Lass. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, I, I wanted to, to talk to you about possibly putting in a payment on our on what we owe. Do can I do that here, or is that something I need to do at your residence? No, oh, you can pay me right now. Okay. Well, here you go. And she's going to pull out. 200 gold and hand that to him. Uh, you see him kind of like his eyes perk up and he looks around the bar. That's not like super heavily packed right now, but it has a, a good amount of people. He says, all right, looks like you're doing business better than I thought. Might have to come up here more often. You should. It's a wonderful place to spend time. Well, you're a... Like a crab infestation on a priest. You're definitely trying to get rid of this debt quick. Well, I I don't like being in debt. I feel like everybody should operate on an even basis. All right. That sounds good to me. And then he looks over at you, boss, that I'm suspecting you're watching him and uh, Seisha talk. Yeah. How do why you give me the stink eye? Yeah, fuck. He does that to everybody. I do it to things that stink. You fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't probably do have a righteous smell to me. As he like lifts his arms and Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, yep, yep, that. that's that's a thing. Wow. Um, speaking of things I've sensed. I heard well back from a number of different sources that not only were you an adventurer, but you're somehow magically long-lived. Is this correct? I, that's fucking right. I am. Um, happened for me and Dernan going down into the pits of Undermountain over a century ago. And he looks at it up and it's actually probably about two centuries ago now. Ha! Insight. Let that one rattle around in your brain for a spell, will you? Of course, roll insight. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen. Yeah, he is telling the truth. Damn it. Yep. All right. Well. <laughs> How do two old human bachelors live that long? Some things are best left a secret. 
What do you do aside from money lending in the city anyway? I imagine that's not enough to take up the majority of your time. Oh, Voss, that's a really open-ended question given what we walked in on. <laughs> I live. I live. Can you pontificate? <laughs> that's the city of splendors, or is it not? I'm done being an adventurer, so I help other adventurers with their noble quests. Just like you. Wanting to take down, take on this. You know, you've actually cleaned it up right nice. Right nice indeed. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Mert. Hey, you look over and V is like walking up as, <laughs> as, as she says this. You know, I might have to make this my new watering hole. I like the you know, mm. put a little That'd piss in Dunning's drink from now to, uh, from time to time. Mm. I yeah. put my phone on the table. You do what? I put Phelan on the table, just like absentmindedly, and Phelan's going uh, to stare at him. Then, uh, then people eat there. Mert leans in and he goes, Oh, look at you. Who's your little buddy friend? That's a nasty looking dude right there. As he, uh, like, kind of pokes him in the face. Um, Mrs. Phelan. Phelan. He's Phelan all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. <laughs> it looks like he uh, failed his, uh, to fight off the sickness, whatever's taking over him. He don't look right. Oh, he... Never mind. I know he's fucking dead. Oh, okay. And then I'll just pick him, pick her up and put her on my shoulder. Does she fit? On, how does she fit on your shoulder? Kind of slopped over. <laughs> like hot, Like a shoulder it's, cat, but... It's it's like putting a big bag of rock salt on your back, I imagine. Right. <laughs> so what the have you lot been up to lately? Oh. You know, the usual. This and that. And you all watch as you hear the scraping on the chalkboard as you see um, the chalk going and it says, Today's special. Fish stew. Ooh. Oh. They told us about what? the business with the guild yesterday, correct? Yeah. Okay. If you remember that conversation. I, I do. Um, I'd say nothing, though, because it's only been a day. Mert looks over and goes, oh, fish stew. Why well, the hell like are you making stew? fish stew? I used to eat it all the time. That means you didn't have much to work with. No, we really didn't. Please. That actually brings up a good question, Mert. What do you know about the guilds in this area? Is there anything going on with them lately? Uh, they're just a bunch of pissants trying to swing their dicks in the wind, but can't find the table to properly drop them on. All of this is true, but is anything happening to them recently? Uh, the whole city sucks up to these leeches, but if they're not happy, we're not happy. What does so, fish stew taste like? I've never had it. It's very sure bland. You can ask in the kitchen. If they were displeased with an establishment, would they begin limiting their supplies? Oh, that's exactly what they do. That's how they take you down. Wait, are they upset with us? 
I have no oh. way of knowing. Maybe. Well, they got their panties all twisted in a knot because they got wind that you all allegedly be hating on the guilds providing for you. What? And that you're better, and that you think that you're better off without them. What? Where are they what? getting this from? I don't know. Something along the lines of that the money that you're paying me uh, is somehow not legitimate money that you've acquired. It's like the snakes do. No, we've been paid by the Blackstaff and others. I work for the Force Grey. Thank you, Mert. Feel Where does this rumor originate from? Your man uh, is here to the ground. Wait, so it's that, just I, us, not everybody? It's only affecting us? It seems to be the only establishment that I own that is being attacked this way. Okay, we but need I, to go talk to the guilds. I wouldn't do that. I'd make sure that uh, you get your act straight and make sure that your money is legitimate. I know you, you say uh, you're with the black staff. Um, but false as a noble's hairpiece, these statements may be from coming from the guilds. It doesn't change what the guilds think. But no worries. I've been a slave to the mistress of Splendors for a long time now. So don't you worry. I'll handle it. After all, this is my establishment. Yeah, yeah. For now. Okay. Um, as soon as you can bite off my back, the happier I'll be. Certainly, but certainly, and he knows Renair. Like Merton Renair, like oh, old yeah, yeah. friends. They so seem like good friends. You guys, you I, guys don't think that my family has anything to do with this, do you? Maybe. This might be a question you could ask Renair whenever you talk to him. And it's about He's that time that Harold comes down. He's just jolly in the morning. Hey, Harold. Hey, hey V. Uh, Renair's upstairs. Something about wanting you to kick him? I don't know. What? He wanted to talk to you. Uh, okay. Uh, v leaves and goes upstairs to talk to Renair. Yeah, V, if you see that sign, you've seen me pull this trick a thousand times. Got it. Uh, I thought you were saying that he was into that kind of thing. That would have been funny. Uh, uh, you know, I haven't asked him. What were talking about before you got here, Harold? Hmm? We were talking about apparently the guilds are displeased with us. Oh. What did we do? They think we're getting our money from shady means. Kind of take personally. Are we take, getting it from shady means? I think no. We've been paid by the black staff and by other reputable people. The last well, the thing we did was we made a sale of a purchase you acquired, but that was legitimate. The worst thing I've heard actually isn't just the money being illegitimate. There's whispers that you plan on dropping the guilds altogether from your business. Okay, yeah. Now somebody's definitely what? screwing with us. That's what's happening. I'll tell you. The guilds don't like that at all. Yeah, I wouldn't like that either uh, because we need them. So now uh, you're going to handle this, I'm assuming, Mert, considering technically you still own the place? Uh, you stole the words right after, uh, right out of my mouth, but you're a little late. So it's better to be too late than too early, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Mert, <laughs> I know what you Mert. mean, but wow. I don't. Mert. Whenever you handle this business, I would like to accompany you as you do. If mm, I think that's a bad idea. 
Why? Because you're grumpy and this is going to take being nice. I don't even necessarily want to speak to the guilds, but I would like to hear what they're saying about us. And I also would like to know how to deal with them from someone who's experienced. All right. Well, if you want to follow me around for a week, that sounds good. Or a 10 day. A day or a meeting will suffice, I think, in that. I don't know, Voss. You might need a lot of training. All right. Well, I'll start on this tomorrow. All right. Your first stop of the day, then, in the morning, assuming we're not preoccupied. Tell me where to meet you, and I will. Yep. Anyone else? But I expect to you to go course? to all of them. Quality time, me and you. Yeah, Voss, sounds like a good idea. I think that's ah. a great idea. You have to establish a reputation with them and a rapport. And I can't be there to talk to everybody for you. How are Especially... you going to do that if you're only there for a day, for one meeting? Especially if you're going to be the one that takes you. over. I mean, this was a great idea now that I think of it, Voss. Don't worry. Fine. Nice suit. I will follow you on the walrus expedition. <laughs> so you know one of my many names. Uh, I suppose I do. I'm hoping to get many names myself one day. You got a long way to go, laddie. That's okay. Anyone else is welcome to join, as I said before, before everybody was so enthusiastic about me doing this by myself, apparently. Tell you what, if you're uncomfortable, I'll come with you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Mert leans in and goes, oh, it's going to get right uncomfortable it is. Like a Joyous. pair of purple pants. God damn it. Oh, you've worn those too. Never oh, wear the yes. purple pants. Oh, they're great, aren't they? Right up until you take them off. <laughs> I, I looked more like a frog, actually. Like that guy right there. My legs were all lanky. Oh, yeah. Body. Oh, kinda, God. You get all bowed out. It's just nasty. Nobody's meant to live that way. I love it. <sighs> but the rash, it lasted like a three, ten day. Yeah, just about. Just about. Hey, hey, Harold. Mm. Do, do you think that... that Rainier is is like flirting with V. Uh, real subtle. Um, I'm gonna say that uh, uh, no. I I'm gonna go ahead and say that he's probably stumbling over his words and 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 right now he's being very very sweet. That's gonna be my guess. It's so romantic. And uh, as you say that, that is, <laughs> go ahead and. <laughs> Segway. Switch over to V and Renair. Uh, so as you head upstairs, um, you actually see that um, you come into the common room, and Renair's back is, is facing the door as he's like kind of just like looking over the decor, and you definitely see taped to his back around a purple heart a sign that says "Kick me." <sighs> he doesn't even seem to notice is there, and uh, as he hears the door open, he turns and and kind of smiles and kind of gives you this awkward wave. Hey. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey. Um. Sorry, um, I just found out some um, interesting news. I don't know what it is uh, you wanted to talk about, but if you want to go first, go for it. Uh, no, I'm, I mean, I, I got your letter. I was um, just, you know, you, you wanted to talk, so I figured we, you know, and I haven't seen you in a while, um, so, well, really since that night. Um, right, yeah, when we got, like, harshly attacked on the beach. <laughs> yeah, um, how, how are you doing? I'm, um, 
I've been better, I guess. Uh, I, uh, I guess technically publicly embarrassed myself in front of my mother, but whatever. There's so many rumors going around about me now that I just, I'm a little worried now that it might be actually affecting my business here at the tavern. Um, uh, I'll fine. see what I can do to stop those rumors. I mean, I just want to know what the hell they are outside of, um, so I, I went to my mom, right? Like I, I chose to leave my family and I went to her cause I thought, you know, when my brother told me that she missed me and was crying all the time, I thought maybe she like actually missed me. And so that's why I reached out and she just, she didn't miss me. She just, missed seeming like she has a family that's together and well represented and I'm just this you know uh, loose screw in the cog or whatever the phrase is I don't know I never learned proverbs well but um you know what I mean and then on top and and I told her I mean I we went to her favorite tea place and I just ended up kind of lashing out at her in the sense that I'm like you don't get it like she just doesn't understand that when I'm there with them I don't feel myself I don't feel like I'm at home I feel like I'm fitting into someone else's like portrait of reality and here I at least feel like I have the freedom to do what I want even if you know, whether it's to make my own mistakes or make my own choices. And I just heard word downstairs from Mert that apparently all of the guilds have heard a rumor that we're planning on ditching them. And so they're not supplying us with what we need. And we're literally serving something called fish stew. Oh, I mean, um, that sounds lovely. I don't know what fish stew is. It just sounds like water with a fish in it. Like it sounds gross. It, It does sound pretty gross. I mean, I just, I just really hope that, you know, the tavern going under in any way isn't my fault. Um, Mert technically still owns it, and he's if he's good at one thing, it's, well, put sticking up for what he owns and, and lending uh, money. Well, he, I mean, it's he in does. his name. I gotta, you know, he's gotta be kind of good at it. That's one of his titles, but yeah, he is, he'll stand up for it. Don't worry. He'll, he'll get them straight. Um, I'll see what I can find out about these rumors of the guilds. Um, and as far as the tabloids of water go, it doesn't matter what they say. It's, you know what you did and that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what the public thinks of you. All that matters is those who care about you think about you. Yeah. I also got an invitation this morning to something tonight called the bachelor's ball. Do you know what that is? Um, usually when someone is getting married and it's relatively soon to the wedding, the groom has a party of his closest friends um, and they celebrate a night of debauchery. Why would I be invited to that? I don't know. Did you know the groom? No. I don't I don't know the person who sent it to me. I don't know. 
It's super weird. It also told me to invite two people. That is, I mean, fun? I, I mean, first of all, if I do go, it's only because the group, you know, wants to go to investigate some people. So it'd be like, oh, that Harper makes so business. much more sense. Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. So it'd be like Harper business. I just thought it was really weird. I received an invite like at all, especially right after, you know, all these rumors being spread that my family disowned me instead of vice versa. I'm, maybe there is more to it. I'm just trying to figure out what all these dang rumors about me are being spread because apparently it's getting me invited to weird debauchery, bachelor balls. Um, we're losing our guilds for our, our bar and like, ah, it's annoying. Well, part of being a Harper is finding information. Find them out. I guess so. It's just hard being a well-known LARPer, LARPer, Harper. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it ain't easy. It's just, it's, you know, it's like <laughs> I try to go places to get information and then it sucks because wherever I go, there's someone there who knows me and it's just like, oh, I have to explain why I'm there. Unfortunately, you're probably going to find that until you leave Waterdeep. You are from a very prominent Waterdeep noble house. Yeah. But I can't. I'm really excited to leave at some point. I just don't know how or what, what I would do. You do whatever happens. That's the fun of it. Not knowing what to do. Figuring it out along the way. Have you done that? Have I left Waterdeep? I mean, for like a long period of time, like you left yes. thinking you were never going to come back. I did. Um, I've, I've, I had an adventuring group known, the, known as the Moonstars. Um, That's such a cute name. I like it better than our name. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just like that name. Okay, continue. It's all right. Well, thank you. Um, it was actually named after. It was derived from one of Kelvin Blackstaff's groups from a while ago, and we kind of adopted it to make it a little bit more our own. Um, but Vajra was actually in that group. Um, oh. And uh, yeah, so was, um, so was Maloon. Oh. Yeah, so it was, um, it was fun, but it, uh, it's dangerous. I, honestly, I'm, I started it just to spite my father. <laughs> Ain't but, that just the way? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, look at us, shitty fathers. Huzzah. Hey. Shitty, like, rich, noble fathers are the, like, actual worst because then everybody in the city gets to hear all of your dirty laundry. Like, it's got to be so much easier to leave a family when no one knows who the hell they are. Probably, yes. I would imagine that is much easier to do. You know, you just sort of leave and change your name, I guess. Which I guess, you know, you could technically do that. You could change your name and, like, be a different person. I feel like it's difficult for me because of my race in this city, at least. Well, don't be defined by 
where you came from be defined by who you are. And that's all you can do. Thanks. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I had something I was gonna say and I like totally forgot and like, sorry. <laughs> um, as, I mean, do, do you really think my family would have something to do with the guilds cutting off our contact? I don't know. Your father, I feel like that if there, if there was something that he wanted, he could easily make do. It is... To make you broke and force you to return, maybe? I, I don't know. Oh God, I could totally see them doing that. Especially my mom. Ugh. It's just their damn pride. It's like they don't actually care about me. They just care about how I make them look. So stupid. I know all about that. <laughs> I am a little worried, though, about... Um, the group when we started this tavern you know of course it's a great way to make stable income but i'm a little worried it's going to keep it from being it's going to make it impossible for me to eventually leave because we're building such ties here when i imagined being an adventurer when i left home and like met up with harold i had this idea in my head that me and him were gonna go off and meet other people and form a little group, a tribe, if you will, and and leave. And like, I don't know, be like traveling adventurers, not let's sit in one place and run around the city where everyone still knows me adventurers. There are, you don't, just because you own something doesn't mean that you have to stay and maintain it. You, you have someone you trust run it for you someone to manage it, to keep it going. And so that way, while you're out traveling and you continue to funnel sources to it, you're not held down by it. It is completely plausible to continue to travel and adventure and, you know, and, and make a name for yourself and do things and continue to have the tavern to come home to. I guess I just have to wait until all of this stone biz is over with. How's that going? I don't know. <laughs> In all honesty, uh, not well. We keep uh, kind of dying. Um, I almost died for the first time, and it really affected me in a way I didn't think it would. I just, it, I just feel so stupid and like helpless. And I can't, I can't imagine being someone. It, it really makes me admire, like, you know, Voss and Harold and Vinley because they literally almost die, like, a lot, but they, like, do it on purpose because of the situations they throw themselves into. It's kind of crazy. The reason that adventuring pays so well is because it's dangerous. You literally are putting your life on the line every time you step out. And depending on your friends, de depend on your friends how they depend on you. 
when you it is when you form an adventuring party you basically build you create a family you have to rely on each other you you cannot do it alone and it's really hard to rely on people like Voss who just seem to really enjoy murder everybody in a group is there for a reason you have to look at look at Voss as you cannot hate him for who he is he has let where he comes from shape him but he is actively trying to change that i don't know what befell him in his past i can only see that it moves the hand that guides him now however he stays with you he stays by you he always comes back i mean I didn't dislike him in the beginning. It was after watching a lot of his actions that caused me to dislike him so much. You know? And for a while, he had that constant disregard for other people. And the thing is, is I'm not, I'm not convinced that he has fully changed. I think he's just gotten better at hiding it. And as you said, he is often the first to fall. But not as of lately, but I mean, he was for a while. And he started to to rely and trust. He started to open himself up. I haven't seen that. Seisha has. Harold has. Okay, well, I haven't. How do I know he's not manipulating them? Trust. It is hard to do that. Do not, until he has given you a reason to hate him, you cannot live in hate. I wouldn't say I hate him. I just say I just don't like him and don't trust him. Hope is what makes a Harper. Give him a chance until he gives you a reason not to. Okay. Fine. I'll try. Then that's all you can do. It's hard because my gut just tells me otherwise, you know? And then listen to that gut. Always keep an eye on it. If there's something that you think is wrong, then talk to Harold about it. Talk to me about it. But, you know, it's part of being a Harper. It's part of being in a group. Well, we have this plan to like infiltrate this party tonight. Um, I figured I'd let you know because I'm going there on some Hoppa business. The plan was I bring Seisha and Vinley and then Harold is going to talk his way in and then Voss is just going to do whatever Voss does to get into places. Hopefully not kill anyone and just sneak in. But yeah. We suggested he go in as waitstaff, but he didn't seem to like the idea. Well, 
make a plan and then never stick to it. That's what makes a real adventuring party. For real though. Is it a wrench in the wheel and the cog? What's that phrase? <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Like there's a wrench in the clock? Cog that, wheel? That sounds about right. The gears refer to a clock, right? It, it could, yes. I'm gonna have to ask Seisha or Benley. Um, I'm sorry, I've just been talking about myself this whole time. How are you? I'm all right. Um, I've been busy, been very busy. I'm not gonna lie, uh, when I sent you that letter, I, I didn't anticipate for you to just kind of like show up to talk to me. I anticipated maybe we would like go somewhere and like eat something. What are you doing tomorrow night? I don't know. I literally don't know what I'm doing from day to day. I literally just found out like 30 minutes ago I'm going to some bachelor party, so. Well, I will leave my evening open. I'll try to pencil it, you in if we're not all dead. Please do. Uh, please don't die. I'm going to, I'm trying. Luckily I got this ghost thing though. It's useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope that, I hope that we can find time to just enjoy an evening and not worry about who's killing who and what organization is trying to overthrow what organization. Yeah, that was supposed to be what Lyra's night was, but I guess, you know, <laughs> can't have a party where people aren't allowed to have weapons without, you know, people being attacked and dying, so. Uh, yeah, well. I shouldn't keep you. Uh, I, I, I should go back down and I, gods only know what Mert is doing right now and I should try to filter it and save your tavern from dealing with him, even uh, though he technically owns it. I don't think there is no filtering Mert. There's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we'll, um, we'll do that. And, um, before you go down there, uh, you, you got you got something on your back, and she like turns and leaves. <laughs> He's like reaches and oh, it's on, Mister Hobbleton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm here for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, uh, this is gonna get dirty. Terrible. Yep, and as and as as you descend down, and everyone begins to break way and have to go dress shopping. We are going to take our break. Hey. Uh, hey, thanks for everybody for watching uh, in our isolation stream. Uh, just a reminder, hashtag beyond. Yep. If you want to win that D&D Beyond Players Handbook, we're going to be doing the drawing at the end. Remember to only enter once so you're not disqualified. And remember that subscribers and prime subscribers are three times more likely to win. So get that sweet, sweet player handbook goodness that's right so um we'll be back in um about 10 15. yep see you Wait. bye
We need to say like what rock punch is, you know, like what is it? I mean, it is comedy. Yeah, yeah, we do comedy sketches, but like overall, what is it? Oh, we have our YouTube and Facebook videos, our podcasts, and our Twitch streams. Right, but we're more than just like places with stuff there. We're like, like, what are we, right? Yeah, we're like some stone No, nope, stop, stop. We have D4. Yeah, yeah, we have D4. Right, but we're not show. just D4. We're like... We're like some boulder slamming... Hold it! No! Okay. Chill. We'll just say that we're like... We're uh, an entertainment channel for geeks and gamers, providing quality content across multiple platforms. It's truly something for everyone. Wow, Greg, that was... That hard. Yeah, I mean, you left out the punching. Shut Shut up! up! Just, god damn it. You're halfway through the episode brought to you by our friends at Rock Punch. Stay tuned for more action. (laughs) Hey guys, and we're back to catch you up. Voss had a fun field trip in the field ward and had a very intense talk with Elvandria. And then the next morning, uh, the group got a, or specifically V, got an invitation to a bachelor party. And then they had conversations with Renair and Mert. Yep, that's, that's pretty it. much it. Uh, so um, we start with the day, and uh, I think we have some dress shopping to go, and, uh, and, a, and, a, and a plan to figure out what to do. So you all reconvene. Uh, eventually, Mert and Renair make their leave. Um, Mert, being crass as always, um, tells you that he can't. Uh, he'll look forward to the next. To the pay- next payment at the end of the month. Okay. Unless you want we'll to have it to you done, if not sooner. Um, I will. How much do we owe now? Five fifty. Five fifty. Um, I'll throw another two hundred at him. Uh, oh, right. to Mert, we owe money to Mert. Yeah, I have yeah. money. Hold on. We owe him three fifty now. Uh, All right, give me a second. Wait until uh, whatever we deal with this to pay him off completely. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we want him to still handle this for us, so don't pay it off completely. Oh well, I could spare a hundred gold to him. That's... Leave it for now. Yeah, leave it for okay. now. Okay. All right. Well, keep I it guess at 350? Yeah, we'll keep it at 350. Okay, we're keeping it at 350. Sounds 350, good. yeah. <laughs> about, I need about tree 50. Tree about 50. that time that I realized that Mert was actually a Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the twist, I mean. <laughs> all right. A walrus at all. Damn Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> so what are the rest of you doing for the rest of the day until nightfall? So I'm going to go shopping. I have a pretty, I have a couple ideas in mind on what the type of outfit I want to present myself now that I'm aware of the occasion of which I'm attending. Would this be an appropriate opportunity to wear a leopard print corset that I may or may not have upstairs? Yes, actually. Seisha, go grab it. Let's do it. Okay. I'm sorry. What kind of party was this again? Turns out Buddy's getting married. Buddy boy who invited me is getting married. And this is his bachelor debauchery party. Wait, no, I know what those words mean. This is not an appropriate attire for that occasion. 
except, no, that oh. is the only time an attire like this is appropriate for the occasion. Oh, except Seisha, it is, unfortunately. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. So you're going to a debauchery party, and the mm. people you're bringing are Vinley and Seisha? They're girls, and you guys suggested that I bring women. And over here, I'm thinking I would bring, you know, Harold and me. I just, you know... It could be fun. Uh, uh, It'd be a learning experience. Yes, it would be for both of us. See, Harold, you should be able to talk your way in easy. Oh, yeah, no, I've already got it. I've got it all figured out. Boss, though. We'll figure something out. Maybe he could pose as a male stripper? I'm not Oh, my God, yes. I don't want to see Boss for the cause. I am burned on 90% of my body. That's fair. It's, oh, that's fair. It's the thing. Well, to be fair, I haven't seen it. How am I supposed to know that? And you're not going to. You'll have to take my word for it. I will. Trust me. All right. So you guys are going to go looking for dresses? Well, I don't have yeah. to. I might run to the library and do some reading. Well, you have your leopard print corset. What else yeah. do you want to wear with it? Purple pants. No, I... Mm-mm. I those can get them for those you. Don't, those don't go I have fire. some that aren't Harold's. That's probably safer. I know, but like purple with leopard print. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a fashion maven like you. What would go with leopard print? Purple. Okay, Harold, please. Nothing. Um, Leopard print is horrifying. I'm trying to think. I do have somewhere I need to go this morning. I'm heading to the Temple of Gond to check something out very quickly and to reassociate ourselves with an old acquaintance we have there. If anyone wants to come, they're welcome. Uh, I fortunately have to acquire clothing for debauchery. That is important. It's going to be so much fun. Um. Uh, well, I mean, I'll... black is always tasteful with leopard print because you know. Okay. Well, black... I, I do have black pants. Is that yeah. okay? I think so that I'm would good. look better. I'll go with us. Okay, I'll go to the library. You guys go dress shopping, and we'll meet back here around three. Okay. Perfect. So it's Vinley, you with me? You're muted, Vinley. So if you're talking, there's nothing coming out of your mouth. Your lips are moving, but I just can't hear you. (laughs) You click instead. Don't I I think the space bar stopped working. Vinley, something going on with your voice, because I just I see that you're trying to talk. If only there were a microphone you could click off. There you go. Oh. There you are. Okay. Yes, I'm coming with you, V. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking, mm, ooh, okay. So I'm thinking like tight fitting bodice, but with like loose flowy skirt. Yeah. And like maybe some like off the shoulder sleeves with like. Oh, oh, she could get one of those skirts that's like slid up really high. Maybe me and Vosh should go ahead and just get a, a head start. We'll meet back up with you. That sounds like a plan. Uh, I like um, reach out and kind of grab Harold's wrist. And I'm like, what have you done? I take the wrist away and I'm like, what I had to do. And I'm going to turn and leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right um let's see i mean you don't have to be revealing you just have to like 
look good and you can look good without being revealing it's very oh, easy. no i know i just always thought those skirts were kind of pretty they are pretty but it also depends on whatever vinley's comfortable with now vinley i haven't seen you wear anything else but what you wear so I, what are I you comfortable with i will say this harold and v you yeah. know this without rolling just because you are antiquated into the noble hierarchy of uh, Waterdeep. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know that an event like this, um, me, uh, getting in means no weapons. Noble parties are always guarded, and to carry a weapon or to be seen wearing armor would be taken as a threat and typically denied entrance. Got it. And I'll be, and I'll turn as I'm about to leave Vavasma. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Mm. Uh, no weapons at all. No armor at all. Nothing that could convey you are a threat at all. So that means one's probably two. Just being real with you. Okay, got it, got it, got the it. The last time went so well when there were no weapons allowed. Listen, I'll have my accordion probably maybe likely not but you know what i'm very will, much will be wearing the mask somewhere oh and you can sneak that knife of yours in right because it doesn't look like a knife uh, it looks like any other kind of weapon so um guys they're probably gonna have some sort of spell barrier to be able to tell if someone has weapons on them oh okay I'm not trying to get in any sort of fights. If we get into a fight, I will definitely grab the nearest butter knife and do my best. I mean, I can punch pretty hard. Spirit. Uh, shall we then? Yes. Yeah. Shall. Meet you guys back at three. Got it. Okay, so again, Venley, what um exactly is your comfort? range with what you wear i know you like the whole like long dress robe sort of look oh what's going on uh, here um i uh um do we just try on some outfits and see how you feel sure that might work are you okay you look sick i always look sick Okay, but I mean, like, sicker than usual. Oh, um. I don't like showing much skin unless I'm dying because of heat you exhaustion. You don't need to show skin, like I said. You don't need okay. to show skin at all. Like, the outfit I'm looking at, I'm not looking at showing skin. I'm just wanting, like, more form-fitting and, like, kind of, like, you know, I'm, I'll be showing my shoulders. Obviously, I'm used to showing skin. Let's just kind of look at how I dress on the daily, right? I like to be comfortable. So I want okay. you to be comfortable as well. Um, then we will try a couple things and I'll, I'll try my best. Okay. All right. Sounds good. You know what? Maybe we can just find you like a really cool like, ooh, okay. So... It can be like a form-fitting, like overcoat robe that has like a cool little like what are those little collars? It's high collars, you know, and um, like with nice long sleeves. Okay. Does that sound cool? You know, it gives you like a powering like presence without feeling like revealing. Can I have like a little bit of a V cut here, but not too low? Okay. Um, I feel like I will know more what you're describing when I see it. 
Okay, that's that's fair. Um, let's and you know go shopping exact, then. <laughs> yeah, and you know exactly where to go. Yeah. And there are many throughout the city as Aurora's Realm Shop. And you find the one on the high road near the city market in the uh, castle ward. <clears throat> you can find just about anything that you are looking for, and it is going to be 15 dragons each. Okay. Um, can you swing that? Of course. I have actually an abundance of okay. money right now. Okay. Also, out of out of character, I sent what my suggestion looks like for Venley. <laughs> if you want a visual. <laughs> Obviously change all the colors, but um okay. All right, perfect. So let's do that. It'll be 15 goals. And do we uh so we just go in and know what we want and leave? Like we're not doing a whole shopping side thing. No. Yep. Okay. You, you know Yep, easy enough to get exactly what you're looking for. You, okay. You've been here, you know exactly what you want. Like you're like on a mission and you just start pulling stuff and you're like, nope, nope, yep, that's it. Yep, that's it. And v is in her own, is in her element. Yep. And, uh, yep. In and out within- it's Just the whirlwind know. of cloth and fabrics. Yeah, I just figured, <laughs> yeah, I just figured you would get your own like overcoat and then you can just use one of the skirts you already have. You have yeah. to buy a new underskirt. That's true. Or I could just the the pants that I normally wear under all of my uh, robes. You wear pants? Yeah, they're um black. I never noticed. I lift my uh like my five layers of robes that reach to the floor and uh, show like a tight woven black fabric. You don't get hot under all that. It's extremely hot. What? Well, it. You could at least take the pants off. You've got like five skirts on. Well, what if I need to take the robes off? But if you're hot, you know what? I'm just gonna let, I'm just gonna let that go. <laughs> As right. someone who doesn't wear pants, <laughs> I can't relate. We're gonna make our way to the two that are going to the Temple of Gond. Make your way. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, as you make way back to the House of Inspired Hands, the Temple of God, looking up once again at the modern marvel above the Gratian building, impressive and imposing in its size, a large dome with a massive telescoping lens pointed towards the heavens. To the east side is a long hall connecting to a tower that glistens like gold in the summer sky as each tier moves, spins, twirls, and rotates like an intricate internals of a giant clock. Now you can go. Harold. Yeah. Before we enter in, there's something I wanted to talk to you about. What's up, man? You're oh. a gambler of sorts, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yes. What was the name of that casino? Again, I'm asking the DMs. La Spina Doro. I've recently heard from a contact that a very important item has been gambled away at a casino called La Spina Doro. What? Do you know anything about it? Yeah. La Spina Doro. The, the casino the Rose owns. I suppose so. Yeah. Definitely true. You have a contact there? No. A contact of mine lost a very important item there. He gambled huh. it away. 
I am inclined to get it back for him, as he could provide services for us that would ameliorate potentially our finding of the stone, as well as getting leverage on potential enemies we have. Speaking of potential enemies, you've knocked down one more. The Harpers want to play ball. Really? Yeah. They're letting me head things up. I'm a little surprised. What did you tell Renair? I told him that it would be a good way for the Harpers to keep an eye on you. Not you specifically, but the actual Doom Raiders, while at the same time getting information that they could never get on their own. It works to benefit everybody. I'm not going to feed him anything important, just enough so that we feel that we're in some level of control in some situations, whereas on the other side of things, we will know things we would never have known before. It's basically just going to be if you guys need some resources or information, you just ask me and I'll get the ball rolling on that. I'm assuming you told him my affiliation. Oh, I had to. That's uh, what I figured. That's that fair. Much, that I told much, them. Yeah, and I, I, I explained to him when he... I mean, he, he knows they know about me as well. So it's one mm. of those things where I felt like this was important for mm. everybody to feel like we were on an even playing field. Uh, we all do. We all agree that going forward is the best option getting back to my previous task i wouldn't bring this up if it wasn't important i need to get that necklace back you want me to help you not just you but i thought figured this would actually be a fun mission for me to bring the rest of the group on for once but knowing that it's now controlled by the Rose, I'm asking how you think we should best proceed. Oh, I you said like... it was guarded by Kenku. Am I saying that right? 19 Kenku, you said? Asking the DMs? <laughs> no, no, the 19 Kenku is a joke. There are oh. Kenku that are there, though. Okay, that's... No, I didn't get that. <laughs> um, guarded. It's possible to gamble it back, of course, or... I had... Th- entertain the idea of burgling it but that apparently may be a difficult prospect now yeah you're talking about an assassin's den i'm not saying that they're all talented i honestly think that if we were to go there today as opposed to when i was last there we'd probably kick the crap out of the guys that fought me last time but then we'd also still be making a pretty big risk we would definitely be putting a big stake down in the front yard saying here we are what are you going to do about it Say I found the item. Are you confident enough that if I provided the coin that you could gamble it back? Yeah. Uh, and made... I, don't li- I don't much mind the idea of letting them know I'm still around. I would want to go in disguised, but... Mm. Part of me really likes the idea of just walking right in, seeing if they're willing... But at the same time, this is your enemy, Harold. So I will follow your lead on that if that's what you want to do. I'll think on it, but I will definitely help you. Thank you. What's the item? A necklace, his family's necklace, actually. Sounds like I had an interesting conversation with him. Who is he? A friend. Huh. Someone I met recently. Someone who was in a bad spot who I helped out. You seem to be doing a lot of that lately. I like that. The group has turned me on to the prospect of gaining allies against the coming threats. 
I'm starting to network out, and hopefully we'll all be able to benefit from it. I'm sure we will. I agree. But that brings me to why I'm here. You remember our friend, the Nimble Right? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. I wanted to catch up with him. Ever so briefly, if need be. He had tasked us with retrieving the Nimble Right that you and I destroyed. I wanted to see if he still wanted it, knowing that it's broken. That's it fair. might be good to get on the good side of an artificer of some kind. Harold kind of thinks about it and he's like, I'm pretty sure that's what Sal uh, what, what Salazar does. I think Salazar is a different kind of artificer. That, you, that, that I would also agree with. That, and I want to see if they have any items here that I could afford that would ameliorate us and finding invisible targets. We seem uh, to have a lot of those, don't we? Yes, we do. I hate that. My guess is whatever we want is going to be expensive, but I thought it wouldn't hurt to ask. Shall we? Let's do it. And I go into the building. Yep, I follow him in. All right. As you enter the main building's court, court hall, you are greeted by the familiar discord of organized chaos. Hundreds of people scrawling over blueprints, tinkering with mechanical inventions, while echoes of small explosions cover people in scorch marks and wandering unnatural creations of mon and monstrosities of failed experiments, trying to combine the genetics of multiple creatures. The haunting memory of a hypostrich running by yelling a mating call that sounded like the words, kill me, runs through your mind. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. I remember yep. this place. I do too. <laughs> Every one of the in every one of the inventors can be seen wearing large sun hats, welding goggles, and saffron-colored robes tied together by a tool belt. All except one, dressed in the layers of what looks to be formal clothing. You see the fine attire of a tailed coat, gray vest, ascot, cr uh, crushed stovetop hat, and a mechanical telescoping monocle that whirls and gear from the gears and occasionally puffs out pointless small poofs of smoke. On the back of the tailcoat, you see the cog symbol of Gaunt. And as you recognize the gnome with the ridiculous name at Voss, uh, you distinctly remember being Techsmith Twiglis von Hammerton Calamander the 32nd, or Twiggy for short. <laughs> I would remember this name because this guy blew my socks off last time I saw him, right? Oh, yeah, you, you would at least remember Twiggy. Right, but Voss, exactly. with Keen Mind, remembers his full title and name. Gotcha. Uh, I walk up to him, dodging past whatever demon creature is no doubt escaped and parading across the area. Um, I walk up to him and say, I say his full name with kind of a flourish and a bow. Harold's eyes go like this, and he's just like... <laughs> I looked to you, and I just pat the pocket on the side of my coat. I ah, uh, <laughs> he, he like straight straightens up and looks and goes, ah, man, after my own heart, what can I do for you, my dear? Uh, welcome to the temple of God. I've seen you before. Ah, yes, 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 yes. You yeah. were here before. You came to see Nim. I remember. I remember. Yes, thank you. Um, indeed, I did. Uh, but I am here both to see Nim again and on general business. I was wondering if in your um house of great craftsmanship um not demonry uh <laughs> that you could potentially do you potentially have an invention we are encountering enemies that can make themselves invisible by magical means do you have an item that could perhaps perhaps help us spot them or see them something like that 
and a description of another item, but let's get to the first. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Lantern of uh, uh, Revealing. Yes, yes, I, I remember, I remember. Um, hmm, let me see, let me see, let me see. What do I, what do I have? What do I have? What do you have? That, that's a good question. <clears throat> I have this one. And he, he like goes and you just like, he kind of rushes over to a, just a pile of what looked to be scraps. Uh, and he just like starts throwing stuff and clinging and clanging as he's just like throwing things in the air. And then he kind of pulls it and he like, and then pulls it out. Um, and uh, and he's like, hey, hello, wake up. And he like taps on it. And you watch as the, it's a, a bullseye lantern. And the front of it, you watch as he like taps it, you watch as it, as it like blinks open and there's an eyeball looking uh. out. Okay, that's new. Uh, yes. And he's just like, wait. Uh, don't, don't, oh, you don't have to poke it in the eye. That's he's totally a lot. just like poking it in the eye. Oh, okay. oh. Uh, yeah. What? It's all gears. It's not real. Okay, well, hey, you're the expert. Who am I to say anything? It's uh, hard to tell to the naked eye, I suppose. Or is it? Because is that, is that a joke? Because it's an eye? Is that, is that an a, eye joke? It's a joke. That, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Joke, yeah, yes. It was pretty good. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, yes, I, I could park this for oh, I don't know. Um, uh, carry the sevens and one to four to five and uh, six, six, eighteen and uh, two hundred fifty gold. I could afford that at one point in time. Um, well, we could work together and probably afford that. I'd be willing to spend. Uh, I'd be willing to go in for half. Uh, two hundred fifty. Yeah, I can do half. 125 a piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this will wipe me, but it's necessary. Wipe you? I made a rather large purchase yesterday. Oh, rock on! I want to. I want to ride Voss's yacht. <laughs> yeah, we'll assume that's where this goes. Um, ah, yes, the Vot. Ah ha ha! Ah ha ha! Yeah, I'll. Uh... Yeah, I'll pull, I'll pull out 125 gold and I'll go ahead and take that off my sheet. I took, went ahead and took the 125 gold off my sheet. I'm now down to 60 gold. Mm, oh, fantastic. And he hands it over. I'm about 95% sure that will not blow up. That is... Uh, Better odds great. than we normally have. Yeah, I'm loving that, considering my history with things blowing up around me. So, uh, sure. How does it work, exactly? Uh, well, it, it's simple. You... You tap it a couple times to make sure it's up, and then uh, you can, uh, it will begin shedding bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for another 30 past that. And it will, if this light hits an invisible thing, it will be shown? Yes, yes, and it, it burns, but you have to, basically you have, you have to, it really, really loves oil, so you have to continue to give it oil, and it only lasts um, about six hours per pint. That's not oh. bad, actually. I'll be um, sure to pick up some oil um, on the way back at a general store. Yes, uh, and what it does is it, it lets off this noxious gas that basically coats whoever is invisible in this oily grossness so that you can definitely see where they are. Great. I'm loving that. Not exactly the route I was going, but that's certainly helpful. Thank that's you. That's science right there. I know it when I see it. And ah, that's yes, that's probably science, that. science, science, science. Of course. Uh, you're a man after my own science. heart. Science. Yeah, uh, yes, probably, as long as you believe it. 
So why don't we go ahead? I was a scientist once who was looking about the mysteries of love. What an idiot. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that guy sounds like a moron. So why don't we? Okay. Um, why don't we go see Nim? Is Nim, is Nim still here? Hi, of course. Yes, 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 yes. I, I would absolutely begin to uh, take you to see him. Is uh, there anything? Certainly. I think there was one other thing you wanted to ask about, Voss. Yes. Um, I recently encountered an item, uh, something like a small cannon that can be held in the hand that fires a projectile. Have you heard anything about this? Ah, uh, yeah. My, I have relatives in uh, uh, Latan that is uh, uh, working on that. I'm not sure. I, we do not have anything like that here. Um, but uh, perhaps I can, uh, like, perhaps you could commission me and I could make something like that. I've always wanted to do it. Uh, that one, though, will probably have about a 75% chance of blowing your hand off. Okay, well, let's say but instead... But that 25% is there, and that's, that's pretty good odds. That's strong 25%. That's a strong one out of four. You're but... all, Yeah, you're almost at a coin flip, man. You're almost there. Almost at that coin flip. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Um, let's say I got you one of the items in question. Would you be able to take it apart and then replicate it? I can most certainly try. That's Your better than anybody else in the city. Is resounding. Thank you. Um, I'd like to speak to Nim now, please. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, right, right this way. Right this way. Of course. Making your way back across the sky bridge, you find yourselves once again in what looks to be the inner mechanical workings of a giant clock. The sound of rhythmic clinking from the conjoining gears, the whirring of mechanical motors and chains, the soothing sounds of giant metal spheres dropping onto a set of big metal plates to keep everything in time while also creating a harmony of musical notes like an oversized music box. The massive diorama of the solar system, as well as the intricate circling rings depicting the overlapping and interweaving planes that take over the tall cavity leading up to the observatory above. Oh, Nim! Nim, Nim, Nim! I have some friends you would like to see you. Yes, 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 yes. Descending down the intermingling rotating gears from a platform a few stories up, filled with a series of unique and puzzling inventions, is a thin humanoid figure plated in polished nickel, copper, and brass. The only bit of clothing it wears is a diagonally buttoned asymmetric five-button coat, tailed waistcoat with a red ascot. A small gear can be seen pinned to the lapel of the coat. Its face is like a smooth dome that ends with a sharp masculine jaw. A single line cuts across where a mouth should be, but that arcs into a defining its simulated cheekbones. At the center of its dome-like featureless face are six brightly illuminated blue dots encircling a similar center dot, almost like the shape of a cogwheel. How may this one be of assistance? It has um, been precisely 1,008,184 seconds since our last encounter. Were you able to find the other construct with my detection device? so that this one may rebuild it. I am still very much interested in the conceptual quandary that is the meaning of life. We did encounter the nimble right. Unfortunately, my friend and I were forced to destroy a piece of it in order to retrieve something from it. We wow. currently know where it's being held. I would like to know if, well, you just answered my question, if you were still interested in retrieving it. How damaged? I go back to my mind of me uh, 
pushing my blade through the piece that Harold heat metaled. Um, and think back, the centerpiece, it stored the item in a center box across a chest that I was forced to destroy. I do not know how badly damaged it is, but it was enough so that it stopped moving. And you see him begin to unbutton his waistcoat as he did before um, when he offered you a piece to power the nimble right detecting detection device. Mm -hmm. And he presses uh, the center of his chest twice as it opens and you see a white crystalline uh, a white crystal that seems to be glowing with energy that's hooked up and he goes you have destroyed what may be its soul if that's I... what this is yes I am sorry I didn't know I was able to power the detection device with a shard from mine Maybe I can make another from another piece of me. So you're still interested in me retrieving the remains of this nimble right then? I am. Do you still have the detection device? We do. I believe our compatriot Sasha has it. I wanted to ask you, Nim, are you happy here? in the tower? Emotion is a quandary I'm still unraveling. But you do have desire. And let oh, me ask you a much simpler question. What do you want? I want to understand the meaning of life. And you feel that is best accomplished here? It is best accomplished by creating life as you do. Your fleshy beings mate and therefore create more. Curiosity is very inspiring. And let's say, hypothetically, speaking of course, there was another place that would give you the opportunity to make more of yourself. Would you ever consider leaving the Temple of Gond? If there were such a place, then perhaps. But... Through all of my research, there is none that inspire more than the Temple of Inspiring Hands. But it's a possibility. An improbability. But not an impossibility. You are correct. Thank you. I will see if we can work on returning this creature to you. If you do, my offer of 500 pieces of the material you mortals seem to hold most precious is still on the table. I don't want gold. Ah, yes, and, and the Temple of God will even give you each a non-magical invention of your choice, including adjustable stilts, paperback, or, or sorry, a, a parapack, a bark box, collapsing pole, or matchless pipe. Incredible, but we'll cover that when, when you bring back those parts for us. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't want that. I don't want gold, your gold anyway. I want to see you work. I want to see if you can bring this creature back to life. I am quickly understanding that I am out of my league in the realm of magic, but the realm of this place is different and feels more open. I'd like to see how you're able to work, if I could. If you would like, 
That seems agreeable. I cannot attest to how long this might take. So you may be stuck here for a while. That's fine. You seem like good company. It is very inspiring. I try to be inspiring when I can be. I'll leave you, you to your You inspire your friend as he looks to you, Harold. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, perhaps you and I and us could become friends as well. Is that amenable? Friend is a strange word. I understand its meaning, but not the complexities of the connections like wires in a machine. Well, the only good advice my old man ever gave me was if you're ever going to build a house, just build the house. Don't ask for advice. Don't don't go look up anything. Make the mistakes yourself. Figure it out one step at a time, and you'll learn more that way than you ever would have any other way. And I don't know if it's the greatest advice, but it's the way I've handled everything. And if you're wanting to know what it's like having friends, the best way to do it is just to start making them and seeing what happens. That is humor, is it not? So I will be literally making a friend. I was more thinking us, but you know, you're not wrong. That's a friend there. <laughs> you actually look over and uh, twig this, just go, wow, what? Uh, sorry. Uh, about, about a 10 day ago, I was working on something and uh, working on this collar and it shocked my uh, my throat. And uh, honestly, uh, my, my speech pattern has been off. I'm talking a lot faster. Used to have a lisp. Don't have that anymore. That's kind of weird. And I ra- randomly meow every now and then. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. See? Yeah, I'm sure that's fine. Thank you, um, both of you, else? for your assistance today. Nim, you and I will see each other again. That is most agreeable. Is there anything that this one can be of assistance any further? Not yet, but the next I return, it will be with whatever I can recover of the nimble ride. I look forward to our re-meeting. As do I. I turn to you, Harold, as if there's anything you want to ask or say. Harold's like, mm-hmm. oh, we got here before the hipposter shows back up. So do I. That's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good seeing you guys. Thank you. Yep. So much fun. Nim, uh, always good to see you. Twiggy, just keep doing your thing. That meow thing, really working for you. And then I'm going to head out with Voss. Yeah. His waves. Uh, he, he actually tips his hat. And mm. as he tips the, the top hat, the bowler hat is under it. Uh, and he... <laughs> And then puts the hat back on. Uh, Nim has already rebuttoned his uh, waistcoat, obviously, uh, and gives you a formal bow. Once we're back outside, I'm going to turn and be like, "Where would you be? Where would you want the nibble right to go?" I'm thinking. Just thinking about the future, Harold. I just want to know if he'd even be willing to leave. He's a fascinating creature. I never knew you to be so interested in science. The realms of magic are dead to me, Harold. I need to close the gap somehow. 
you're thinking uh, those weird tube things is a good start? Yes, I do, actually. I agree with that. We'll see where this moves us. Is there anything you need to be done while we're out? No. I, I'm, I'm basically going to this thing as Oingo. It's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, you're art dealer. You know uh, what? I will say this, Harold. Every time you've done that disguise, money has flooded into our pockets. So, well, If I'm lucky, I can do it again. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm mostly just going to make sure uh, nobody puts hands on our friends. I think our friends will keep hands from being put on them. Well, that's but... exactly why I want to do it first. <laughs> because um, otherwise those hands might not come back with their arms. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, I may see you inside. I may not. We'll see. Well, if you run into any trouble, uh, I'm going to pull out one of the paper birds I have. I'm okay. going to hand it to him. Okay. Get in any trouble. You write me and let me know, and I will boogie on down there and do whatever I got to do. I will. Thank you. Yep. And then we'll head back. Okay. You guys head back, and we're going to yep. hop over to the, oh, sorry, to the font of knowledge. Sounds good. Ooh. All right. You once again re enter um, the font of knowledge. Uh, walking past all of those that are studying or researching that they may be you walk past the inverted dome uh filled with all the pillows as you see a family reading a story to a child that's nestled in between them um and uh you see a couple of people that are being or um washed with the font of knowledge is uh holy water uh and as as you're looking uh you actually see the savant approaching you Savant. Lawseeker, I do hope everything is all right with you. Um, I was actually about to send word to you. Um, I was uh, in my studies and I was actually in my office and I found a book that I think you will find very interesting. Oh, oh, that's wonderful. Is, what is it? It has to do with what you've been looking into. Um, and she kind of like reaches in and hands you a tome um, that is uh, leather bound in um, almost this like dark midnight blue black that appears to have almost like a glitter, like a, a like a star like shine sparkle to it. Ooh, um, this isn't like is is this like a leather or a skin or is it something fabricy? Uh, it's definitely a more leathery skin. Okay. Well, I've never seen this one before. It should have information that you will find very useful. Thank you so much, Savant. Is there anything that the font has need of? Not at this time. Okay. Continue to do what you do. <laughs> Thank you. And Not I will that. sit down and go find a little nook and sit down and start reading. All right. There you go. Hey, how about that? That information you missed last week. Yeah. <laughs> All Make right. Make sure you add your proficiencies, kids. <laughs> <laughs> you begin to read, and this book is entirely on the far realm. And it has information that you have not been able to find. Uh, and some key things that really stand out to you that you find in reading this. 
During the spell plague, a horrific being born from the stars was found by a lich known as Asarak, drifting among the negative energy plane, a plane of the dead. Here, the lich found a dead avatar of a greater elder being known as an atropal. The atropal was used to fuel the lich's soulmonger, a device constructed by the lich in a coven of hags to steal life from those that had resurrected, as well as steal the souls of those that died across Faerun. This plan was thwarted by a group of adventurers last year. The time of the spell plague was also, also saw rise of summoning and manipulation of magics from the far realm, as it later became known that Abel uh, harbored many of these creatures for unknown reasons. There are a few times throughout history since the dawn of time that the elder forgotten beings inflicted their influence over the mortal plane, even as far back as the first sundering, before humans came into being and the world was still being shifted. The last time a greater elder being was known to hold influence on Terrell is from a being known as Father Limic. He is one of the elder evils, a being of cold and darkness, hailing from the far realms. He was said to be summoned to Tyrell in eons past by a long-lost civilization known as the Netheril. Father Limic is described to appear as a kindly old man, but this almost certainly is not his true form. Originally also being known as Old Man Winter, or Father Frost, because with him came the intense cold and a global Ice Age, rumored now to be encased in ice buried deep within the lands of Tyrell long forgotten. Some beings that dwell within the Far Realm or as... Oh, great. Uh, some beings that dwell within the Far Realm are as powerful as the deities that rule over Toril. These creatures are far too powerful or oftentimes too immense in size to summon to the mortal plane. However, Warlocks can make deals with these great old ones and learn how to summon creatures that dwell within the Far Realm. One of the most famous is a sentient dark star known as Hadar. It is the only one of many that people have witnessed from beyond the Far Realm. Another is Atropus, known for giving life to aberrant fetal creatures known as Atropals. They are rumored to be the undead abominations created to be gods. It is because of these dark powers that information on these creatures are either heavily guarded or even stricken from memory. You read about a few races that dwell within the Far Realm, also known to be called the Dreamlands. It is called the Dreamlands because visions through dreams seem to be one of the only ways that the Great Old Ones have found to communicate with those in a mortal plane sometimes even being so great as to bestow extremely dangerous psionic abilities to those that listen for too long, but this is extremely rare and treated with extreme prejudice. One of the beings known to be the native rulers of the lands is known as an Uvadong, a lanky 12 foot tall creature with multiple spindly spider-like legs that can merge with other creatures. They serve the dominion of the Black Void as field commanders and elite agents tasked with the destructions of entire civilizations in an uneating, unending quest to empty the cosmos. The other more common races known for the Far Realm are the Aboliths, the Beholderkin, and the Illithid. Lastly, are a race of beings known to be coated in a milky amber resin 
chitin-like armor known as Kaorti. These could, uh, there could be a plethora of unknown creatures that dwell within the farm realm with untold abilities or purposes far beyond the comprehension of mortals. Oh boy. That is, that is everything you get. She's just gonna slowly close the book and go back to find the savant. Um, you find her. I'm gonna hand this back to you. And she'll take it. Um, and, and, and then she says, and now you understand why not all knowledge is okay for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sleep great tonight. <laughs> um, thank you for, for letting me read that. Um, it's given me quite a lot to think about. But it's getting later in the afternoon and I have to get home. I'm going to a party tonight, so that'll be fun. Have fun and thanks. Continue to seek his knowledge. Goodbye. Bye. And she's gonna head back to the end, uh, riding her horse and Yeah, it's um it's about late afternoon now. That took you quite some time to read. Yeah. So you've you've missed your three o'clock deadline. Uh, so everybody else is making their way back, and but the first to arrive back since it was super quick shopping is V and Vinley. Sorry, hey, that's <laughs> what I just said on mute. Okay, all right. So I'm thinking like for my hair, I want like some like really cute like braids in the front and in the back like some crisp crossy braids and beads what do you think that could work i um did you happen to read the the note i left you no oh. um. i didn't notice it i will go look for it now oh no it's okay i i can talk to to you in person about it what did it say nothing major i just wanted to check on you after everything that happened um, between your mother and your family. I understand what it feels like to be discarded by your family. And one of the most cathartic things for me, at least, was when my hair was cut. And I was wondering if you wanted maybe a a new look. Oh. I can always change the color of your hair or make it shorter. Oh goodness. I don't know if the color of my hair changing would I'm always worried about, you know, different colors complementing my skin tone. You um, could always try a streak of color. That's what I did at first. Um do you think I would look cute with shorter hair? Maybe. Um Right now, your hair is very large. Yeah, it's a lot of volume. So I'm worried it would look like a helmet if it was too short. We don't have to take it too short. Maybe just instead of all of that, we can pull it into like a blunt at the back. A blunt at the back? Like an 
like how my hair was when you first met me. How long it was in the braid. Oh. But it was just flat at the end. It keeps really good maintenance. You just have to cut straight. Okay. Yeah. I'd be willing to try that. Um, I. It's funny. When I think of feeling better, I usually will like go shopping or like change my clothing to feel better, you know, but I never thought about like changing my hairstyle, like, like my haircut. Yeah. I never used to think about changing my physical appearance to overcome things, but when I, when I cut it and Harold fixed it, it actually felt pretty nice to look different. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would be willing to try that. Um, so I guess not, you know, too short, obviously, I guess like a medium ish haircut okay that works for me um I'm I'm sorry that you understand what I'm going through it really sucks it does but give it time V and you won't forget who you used to be but you won't care anymore because you're better now so your family Did you choose to leave or did they kick you out? It was pretty mutual. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really realize, like, I mean, I knew you had issues in your past, but I didn't like know what happened. Yeah, we we don't have to talk about that. Um, That's fine, I, sorry. It's okay. I just wanted to, I'm trying this new thing of allowing people close to me that I trust. And okay. it's working. <laughs> Do you think I could um get like one like cool, like one red streak in my hair? Oh, definitely. <gasps> okay. I want a red streak in my hair. Let's go do it. Let's okay, go. Okay. Okay. Um, as you comb the, uh, as you comb through her hair a couple of times, you go through a good number of hair colors. You even come to uh, like an ombre natural red, and you look at it, and it's just not quite right with her hair color. And then hoping you'll get a more vibrant. Um, you eventually come to a hair color that's very similar to the shade that Gary L's is, which is a very vibrant red. It looks beautiful. I like it. It's fun. Now to cut the hair. Right. Okay. I'm going to gather it all up in the back. Mm -hmm. I assume it's like past her butt because her ponytail is so high and long. Yeah, I would. It's about, I mean, she has a really long torso like she's a really tall person so i would say it's like right at butt level okay so if you want to cut it to like mid back yeah that's what i was like that's like a foot (laughs) of hair (laughs) go ahead and make a dex check no this is where you want that part of your story that i can't give you no Okay, Just let her have okay. it. Just let her have it. It's let me hair. let me get my dex mod. 
Okay, 16. Oh, easy enough. And it oh. is expertly done. Um, well done. Very quickly done, too. And it is exactly how you want it. Uh, and when I cut it, I'm actually going to quickly take the hair that I've cut and slide it into my bag of holding. This is the closest we've ever come to you a team kill. You just took my hair? No. Go ahead and make a slide of hand check. Okay. I'm going to say, where did all my hair go? <laughs> It'll be <laughs> verse uh, your passive perception, V. Okay. Slide well, my passive perception is... <laughs> Seven. Oh yeah, I notice. <laughs> yeah. I did you just take my hair? No. Why did you take my hair? <laughs> and why don't you want me to know you took my hair? I'm okay. I'm planning a surprise for you and it I don't want to ruin the surprise by letting you know I'm taking. Inside check, insight check. Mm. Okay, make an insight check. Mm. Um, what is, what the fuck is my There it is. Uh, 12. It, telling what? the truth. Planning a surprise. Oh, okay. Sorry yeah. for, uh, thanks. Uh, sorry for being weird and questionable. I just, you know. No, I completely understand. Almost everything I do is weird and questionable. I mean, you are, are, our coat rack was a skeleton. I, I understand how it looks and how I appear to most people. I'm okay. not ignorant to that fact. I mean, I don't care about like reanimated dead things. I honestly think it's very resourceful. You know, it's like using, it's like reusing waste. I don't see the point. I don't get why people get so upset about it. Like those people aren't using their bodies anymore. Right? Like, I'm not touching their soul. It's completely my life essence that brings them back. Yeah, I, like I don't understand why people get so bent out of shape out of it, but whatever. It's going to fertilize crops if they lay there. Somewhere no. far away, Seisha's going, oh, there's something horrible happening right now. Like, I'm very disturbed. <laughs> well, yeah, it's I all the far stuff, realm, realm stuff you're reading. Well, I personally haven't <laughs> yeah. done it. My grand used to talk about how they would use all pieces of the enemy, you know? Like they were resourceful. That's what we did where I'm from as well. Yeah, I mean, again, I haven't really practiced it, but I haven't seen any issue with you. I just personally haven't had any need for any of the dead bodies we've come across, but you have, so I don't get why it's such a big deal. I appreciate that, Viamiliana. No problem. I just, you know, it's just how I feel about it. I do have one question. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I hold up my wand next to V. Yeah. Does it look like a a stick? Does your wand look like a stick? Yeah, like compared to her head and her size. Oh, oh yeah. My wand. Oh yeah. It's definitely yeah. a small stick. How yeah. do you feel about buns? Buns? Mm -hmm. Like hair buns? Yeah. How many? One or two. It depends on what your outfit looks like. Because I was hoping I could put my wands in your hair. I think one bund would be cute. Okay. And then I will pull her hair up into a bun and put my wooden wand 
and one of the wooden ones that I've acquired. Okay, easy enough. It's so cute, I love it. I can't believe it stays in place like that. Well, your hair is very textured. It's not like mine. If I were to do this, it would just. Well, your hair is so silky and smooth. But I would have to really use a lot of animal grease to get no, it. When I, was, when I was 14, 15, I went through a phase where all the girls had pin straight hair and they used magic and heat and all kinds of stuff. And I tried, but mine, my hair is just relentless. It won't do it. Your curl is beautiful. I wouldn't try and straighten that. I've learned to like it. I feel like when it's like pulled back too much or too straight or whatever, my head looks small compared to the rest of my body. And it was about that time that Harold and Voss walked through the door. So all I'm saying is if it was running that fast and was wearing the pants, it wouldn't be able to scream, kill me, because it'd already be dead. And any other time, I wouldn't think you'd have a point, but anything to restrict that animal, I think, is a step in the right direction. Harold, for the last time, the pants do not actually affect your agility or athletics. It's all in your head. Oh, I don't know. I was wearing these pants. Did you get a new haircut? Yeah! It's so good! Thank you! Oh my gosh! Finley did, did my hair. Finley! It's amazing! It looks really, really good! Wow. Thank you. Very wow. impressive. Didn't realize you had this skill in your expansive repertoire. Well, when you live on an island and no one likes you, you kind of learn things. Fair enough. I, uh, yeah. I take a look outside. How late, how late is it? Is it close to dark? No, no, no. You guys arrived on time, um, but it it's about f four o'clock when you guys start getting a little nervous about where Seisha might be. Where is Seisha? Should we go to the font and get her? It's um, unlike her to be late. Well, give it a little bit, I would yeah. say. I, we've, we've given her an hour. I mean, she'll probably be showing up soon. Harold's gonna go and check the windows. And he's very nervous, but he's, you know, he's at, his voice sounds very confident, but obviously by body language, he's kind of nervous. Mm. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I can always send her a message. Yeah, V's at that point where she's done getting ready and is sort of sitting around waiting and um, is just drinking some. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm also done. Not much. Game. A little bit. Just a little pregame. Just a okay. little bit. It's about five o'clock. Whoa. Okay, where is she? Um, I think two of us go down the road to see if we can see her towards yeah. the font to stay here. I can send her a message and see what's going on. Do that. Do yeah, that. if you can do that, yes. Like, do your mind? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Nice. Asia, you are late. Where are you? We are waiting. Please tell me you didn't violate the going off alone rule only to get hurt, Vinley. <laughs> that was petty. I like it. You get that message. I can respond, right? You mm -hmm. can. Up to 25 words. I'm on the way. I'll be there soon. Everything's okay. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> she said she's on her way here. All right. Does it take the first 25 words you say? Like, if she, like, tripped on a pothole and was like, oh, shit, right on my nice new boots. <laughs> like, does that all sudden? No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and not too long after, say she gets out of a carriage, spend a silver. Um, I rode oh, my no, horse. No, sorry, you take your horse. You hear the clip-clops of a blue flaming-maned horse as uh, Seisha makes her way back into the common room. Seisha, welcome back. Hi. Sorry. What took you so long? I, um, I was doing some reading. You and... have a traumatized expression. What did you learn? I learned that not all information is meant to be known by everybody. That doesn't bode well. What did you learn and can we learn this information? I'll, I'll tell you later. Um, it's not really something you want in your head right before you're going to do stuff. It's, um, it was about the Far Realms and it's kind of scary. Can I ask one question? Yeah, yeah. Are we fucked? Probably. Let's, well, let's get ready for this party. Let's do it. Well, I need another drink, but uh, I'm gonna get dressed. <laughs> okay. But I guess I'll just uh, take advantage of the drinks at the party. Yeah. Say okay. she runs upstairs, puts on her her leopard print corset and some black pants, and just throws her hair up and uh like half up do, and comes downstairs. I'm going to cast mage armor. Okay. Before uh. I leave. Um. V, what's in your hair? Sticks. Vinley's sticks. Those are my wands. Oh, Vinley's wands. Didn't didn't we say that they probably have something magical to make sure nobody brings they weapons? Might. Yeah, they might. It might it, it depends. It doesn't this doesn't strike me as a super super I imagine there won't be magic. I didn't think about that as a weapon. This, is, I think, is worth trying, despite. Yeah, because everybody knows that she can't cast magic. I can't cast magic. So even if she were to find out it was a wand, we could always play it off. And they'd keep them. We get them back. When V left, they just give them back. Okay. What if I just they went like steal leave them, leave with them, and then come well, back I mean, without them? I mean, you can cast spells without them, right? Very minor spells but it would make me feel more comfortable if I had those. Okay. It's worth a shot, I think. Okay. I'm I'm just a little paranoid right now. Yeah, I, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so... Like, I can cast Mage Armor as, on you as well before we go, just to give you a little reassurance. No, actually, I can, I can cast something. Or actually, yeah, because... If it's visible, you shouldn't do it. Oh. Oh, no, it's not. Do you like? Yes. Yes. I do. <laughs> you look like you're going to a debauchery party. <gasps> Perfect. Also, I do want it known that I have my pocket sand. Perfect. Ooh. Good. Always need a little bit. Um, I, uh, Evanescen, do I? I think I have nobleman's clothes, don't I? Somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I will throw those on. They're mostly purple. All right. Oh yes, they are. <laughs> I'll come oh, down, and I actually look extremely dapper. 
You find you are in a full suit of purple that is very foppish. Think Django Unchained with the big white poofy ascot, the tight capri pants, buckle top shoes, but almost all of it is deep royal purple. I come out and I just like straighten my ascot a little bit and I'm like ready to impress and be debauched. You look perfect. That is amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What can I say? Um, it's boss, me. What are, what are you wearing? I change into just darker clothes, better to be seen, not to be seen at night. That's it. Okay. Oh. Harold's well, like. If they oh. see you, I don't know if they'll let you in with that on. Then let's hope they don't see me. We could. He can always use his grappling hook and come in from upstairs. I have an orange version oh. of this suit upstairs. Or, or you I just could carry that under your arms and bring no balcony. that in. You should wear the orange suit, the matching orange suit. I'm not going to lie. You should wear the orange suit. I will. If I successfully come in, I will wear the orange suit. Perfect, I'll go grab it. <laughs> We're gonna run upstairs. You could put it in Bindley's bag of holding. Inwardly, oh, secretly, I'm kind of hoping I fail. Oh, you don't but... have it on you? <laughs> uh, but oh, I do, I, I take the extra clothing with me. I, okay. I'm just assuming that I have multiple sets and I just jokingly said- Why that. wouldn't you have multiple sets? I would just, just say, so if you guys are cool with it, I'm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. You have an orange yeah. set. I, I come out and I like, uh, I look over at you, and I'm clearly trying not to laugh while keeping a very serious face. Do not let any harm come to this. It's it's very important, boss. Oh yeah, I can tell. You want to take it? It's yours now. Yeah, I take the orange suit from <laughs> his hands. Alrighty, I will cast Mage Armor on Seisha. It is not visible, correct? <sighs> no, it's a magical force that surrounds them. Oh, that's really comforting. Thank you. Yep, your AC is now 13 plus your dex mod, so 12. At least it's not nine. <laughs> True that. Alrighty. Oh god, I hate clicking off my armor. It hurts. Well, that reminds me. Yeah, they, they would they would check to see there was no armor under my clothes, wouldn't they? So I they would. take mine off too. Yep, that's fine. Yep. Would you like mage armor as well? Uh, it DMs confirm there is no visible sign of mage armor. There is not. All right, then yes, I would like that, please. I can do it on everyone who needs armor that doesn't. I have two slots for that left and I won't have my spell book either so I won't be able to cast anything as I leave. I would say Did you cast it on yourself? <laughs> I think Voss should definitely have some. Well, do we uh, most of a... my my natural agility should carry me fairly far actually. So okay. put it on the others. Yeah, then V for sure. <sighs> I have two spell slots left and yeah, he doesn't you... wear armor ever. Oh, then we'll... we're good. I will say, Voss, if you change clothes, I mean, I guess if you successfully make it in, you could try and wear it over your brigadine. Um, we will cross that bridge when we come to it. But right now, <laughs> I'm try to get in. Yeah. Maybe I'll just wait outside and pretend I just got caught. <laughs> All right. Are, are uh, Harold and Voss similar in size? Uh, they are actually. Yeah, they're actually very size. comparable. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I think um, Harold is slightly slimmer, but other than that, yeah, yeah. All right, same, let's huh? go do some debauchery. <laughs> Just a normal Saturday night for me. <laughs> um, but we still as, have time, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. as night falls, if you guys are going, yes. Yeah. Tucked deep into the bowels of the trades ward on the cobblestone path of Wallway, just outside the south gated wall of the City of the Dead, is Holfor Manor. Probably the most regal homestead with the merchant streets, uh, within the merchant streets of splendors. A chateau of polished stacked limestone with large glass bay walls illuminating in a glow of chandeliers lit by continual flame. A small crowd of young men can be seen entering and departing beyond the gated walls. At each corner of the property stands a city guard, along with two city guards and a host butler at the gate, who greets everyone by checking a list of names. What are you all doing? I want to be let off about a block before okay, we get okay. there. And then I immediately walk away in the opposite direction, duck into an alleyway, and look for a way to get to the rooftops. Easily uh, doable. I will say that there's not a rooftop that is next to this to jump into, but you can mm. definitely take a surveillance point from a rooftop. Yeah, I'd like. Yeah, so I can get a kind of an idea of the ins and outs getting in here and things I might want to look for. Perfect. Yeah. So you're dropped off right on the northwest corner of Quill Alley and Wide Way. Uh, okay. northwest of the court of the white bull and the trades ward um, there is an office style building that encompasses uh, all three stories of the trade streets you know this to be the zor star when you came up here not too long ago looking for the woman yep um gotcha. you stand near the top of the of, of that zor star knowing it is near the last location you read of um and you also know that being on the rooftop is where you really want to be. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, you easily enough, you find a fire escape stairwell on an adjacent building. Make your way up. Um, and as you take your time uh, to traverse the, to the Zor Star, uh, and you now find yourself standing in the shadows faintly lit by the blue light of the waning moon. Go ahead and make a stealth roll. Sunsets. Yep. Ah, that's nice. 28. Yeah, boy. Where'd Voss go? <laughs> guys? Guys? Voss? <laughs> enough, enough. You have debauchery to attend to. No time okay. for this. Making your way to the front, who all is going? I'm not going with their group. I am going to run separately behind them as if I am apart from them. I'm okay. following my group. Yeah. Vinley and Seisha, I would assume, follow behind me because yeah. I'm the invitation holder. Yep. Right. Okay. okay. And I will have uh, my Force Gray medallion on, but tucked under the neckline of the gown. Okay. And Savard will be gently like opening and closing his wings very slowly on my. Uh, Put them in your hair. Oh, in my hair, yeah. <laughs> and I've just got my holy symbol out. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe you should tuck that in your boobs. Why? I don't know. I just thought 
Because Ogma and don't exactly go Maybe. hand in hand. Because uh, they might see you're a person of Ogma and take advantage of that. And the fact that you can't lie. Well, I could just not answer. That's yes, but it might help us out a little bit to not okay. let them know you're a patron of Ogma. I'm sorry, I wouldn't normally. I never have before, but this is a she very- She shoves it down into her decotage. All right, there we go. Okay. All right. Making your way to the front, you find a very sharp-dressed man in tailored charcoal gray suit. The bags under his eyes, behind his thin rectangular glasses, and the gray streaks across his temples give away his late middle age. He looks you up, uh, up and down, quizzically. Names, please. Viomiliana Gathala. And these are my two... You're, I'm sorry, you're not on the list. I was literally given an invitation, and I hand it over to him. He takes it. He looks at it. How curious. Uh, forgive me, I will have to fetch the host of the party. Guardsmen, if you don't mind fetching Lord Anteos the third. I'm going to be... kind of quietly to the girls, just kind of whisper, hey, um... You guys don't think this is a trap, do you? Well, it makes sense. I mean, I got the invitation today, so it's really last minute to invite. There's no guardsman there right now, right? Uh, One of the guardsmen has left, and uh, one stayed behind. All right, I am looking. I'm looking for her. Any sign I can see. All right, we'll we'll, we'll let you know. Yep, gotcha. And she whispers back, "If it was a trap, what would they want with us?" The stone. Two or three minutes go by before the guard exits the manor with a thin, fit young man with a short crew cut that extends down across his jawline and a thin chin strap beard. He has hand, uh, sorry, uh, in his hand hangs a handsome horned devil's masquerade half mask. He smiles a crooked, cocky grin while wearing tinted round spectacles despite the sun, uh, b- despite, despite the sun being down. He is dressed in stylish, noble clothing that is elegant and suave. I hate this guy already. Yeah. So, Braxley, what's the problem, mate? That's uh, not supposed to be problems any night, right? Uh, Lord, Lord Anteos. It's Sig, bruv. Sig, isn't it? Uh, Master Sig, uh, these nobles, uh, specifically Lady Viomiliana, has an invitation to your party. Well, that's a fucking problem, isn't it? Sorry, mates. Private party. Oh, well... Who would give us an invitation, then? <laughs> it's no ladies. It's a uh, lads-only party, all right? That would make sense, yes. <laughs> yeah, we were a little confused by that. <laughs> Unless you plan to put on a show with your knickers off, isn't it? No. Not gonna happen. But who do you, I did want to ask, who do you think would send this to me? Let me see this invitation you say you, say you have. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hand it over. Oh, Lady Gathala. Yeah, I don't remember signing this one, but it does have my signature on it. How do you suppose that happened? I don't know. I think somebody was trying to get us here. So for some reason, someone wants me and two people I know here. Hmm. Any insight? 
Well, someone must be taking a piss forging an invitation to my party. Someone who knows your signature. <laughs> it takes someone uh, with a lot of bollocks to pull that off. You know what, Lady Gathala, isn't it? Yeah, technically. I have a friend of mine you should meet. Bring your mates. Come on in. Let's get pissed. Have a good time, okay. eh? All right. <laughs> Screw as it. He, as he turns on a heel, he, he goes, oh, this is this will be fun. Uh, and um, as um, as the the guardsman or gentleman who was there taking the name says, my apologies, uh, lords and ladies. Uh, and he kind of looks and Harold, as you're like standing behind them, he's like, uh, who all is with you? Harold takes one step up into the group. <laughs> 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 oh, look at that. I'm glad they got everything cleared up. <laughs> Uh, do have a good time at Master Dobroran, Sigrin, and Teos III's bachelor party. Oh, and one last thing. It is a masquerade. I do hope you brought the appropriate regalia. If not, complimentary masks are in the foyer. Harold okay. pulls the mask off his shoulder and slips it on and says, just like I planned. Shit. Vinley, uh, do you have your mask? Uh, she will lift the skirt a little bit and pull out from under it the mask. Okay. Uh, I walk let's, over to their mask options. masks. Okay. You walk through the double doors as they open for you into a grand foyer by two well-dressed stewards in jacketless blacks and whites. A small marble table has a few cheap and ugly masks laid out to obviously shame those who forgot to bring their own. The interior is made of many interconnected large open rooms with a few walls dividing them. The open floor plan of the manor is ideal and obvious for why it is one of Waterdeep's most popular noble venues for parties. I take off my mask and hand it to V. Thank you. And then I grab one of the best looking masks off the table. They're all bad. Yeah. They're all like, 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 Kind of like dumb grins and or like making ugly faces, like big puffy poofy. Harold's cheeks. gonna take a look around for anybody. I find the ugliest one I can. <laughs> I'm going to look for somebody's mask who may have been drunk and dropped it, or like set it aside, or anywhere that's just off on its own doesn't seem to be connected. Uh, to go somebody. ahead, and make a perception check. Sure, I'm fine with that. Uh, all right. Hey, okay, so um Oh natural think... one. Oh, <laughs> uh, you find you find a bunch. There's a table full of them. Oh, damn it. Left them. <laughs> no, you look around, there's just nobody has anything off. I mean the party did just start, so probably no one's sure. like shmammered yet. So yeah, what Makes you got in front of you is what you got. So V uh whispers have been like, thank you so much for your mask. I'm so sorry. No but also, uh should you do your little like magic-y thingy to tell Voss about the whole mask part of this party? Um, Before he just shows up in a bright orange suit. Which, I mean, I'd love to see, but still. He'll get very angry. I, I'm going to whisper as quietly possible. That would mean I would have to take your hair down. Mm, I see. Maybe wait until after a couple Drinks? Let's wait a little bit and see what the actual fuck is going on here and who okay. he thinks I need to meet here. If we're yeah. if we're kind of off on our own near the mass table, guys, um, 
Who do we know who wears a mask who might want to see us without weapons? All right. Oh, so no. as you say this. Oh, no. The young man <laughs> oh, breaks no. away to return back to his friends after taking off his shades, revealing his deep, dark, nearly black iris eyes as he puts back on his handsome, sharp, angled, devilish mask. You see him now talking to a very tall, thin man wearing all black, currently with his back turned toward you as Sig speaks to him. He continues to look back expectantly towards you, V, as if to wait, uh, as if to beckon you over with his look. Harold, as Seisha says this, your passive perception just saw a thin man with long, dirty blonde hair, wearing a mouthless and expressionless porcelain white mask that just made his way to the outside patio. I knew it! <laughs> Harold, and I'm the only one that sees this? Uh, yeah, you're the only one that notices it. Harold is twitching under his mask, and he's like, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. V notices that he's weird immediately and turns and catches him and goes, Harold, Harold, are you okay? Harold, don't go anywhere alone right now. I, just gotta I don't pee. like this. You just got to pee. It's fine. Did you see Everyone something? Please tell me. Can I I'll wait outside the bathroom. He's going to roll inside on me. That's legit. Uh, I wasn't going to until V called you out. Yeah. I rolled Harold? a seven. Okay. Yes. Harold, go ahead and make a deception check. <laughs> okay. Everybody who wants to roll okay. insight can roll insight. All right. Go ahead and roll your insight. <laughs> Jesus. Ah! I believe in you, breakfast stuff. Uh, insight? Yeah. 22! Hell yeah. Wow. Oh. 27. <sighs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not shocking, actually. He, he, he really, oh, like, he's got to go. Like, yeah. he's doing the dance. He's like, I'll wait for you outside the bathroom. Yeah, okay. I'll one second. I just, I, I, I think I've been here before once. Let me go check. And I'm going to walk out the patio. Okay. Okay. Uh, v, what do you do? So I see that they're kind of looking at me. You see that uh, Sig keeps looking over, kind of like uh, he's hidden kind of behind the tall man, but he keeps leaning out, looking at you, kind of nodding, it, like leaning down his head, seeing if you're going to come over. Yeah, I'm just going to... Um, I'll, I'll watch Harold. You confidently don't. start walking over there, you know. Okay. And I'll say, hey, so uh, is this who you wanted me to meet? Okay. Making your way up to the pompous host, Sig, uh, who this party's for, you overhear him speaking with the tall man. Bruv, the look. Proper ridiculous, isn't it? You're dressed for a funeral. I'm getting itched, not dying. Know what I mean? I'm pretty chuffed about it, yeah? So you should be too, right? Right, bruv? Oh, speaking of, here's the bent I was hoping you'd see. I'll let you two talk. And with that, the man gives you a wink as he returns to his cups with a cheeky devilish smile as he begins to walk away. The tall man in all black turns towards you and you immediately see the wide eyes of contempt behind a three-faced black mask leafed in gold across the eyes. You realize you are now looking slightly down at your brother, Uthal. <gasps> That's where we're gonna stop tonight's session. Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs>
I hate being right. Upset. That would make sense. He would be invited. Why the hell would I be invited? Someone must be upset with Uthal. Someone's screwing with you. No, someone's screwing with Uthal. Oh, I think, you know, how the certain blonde dude just walked outside. We'll find out next week. Uh, reminder to everyone, we, for the next, uh, let's say, 30 seconds to a minute, you can enter hashtag beyond to be eligible to win a uh, digital copy of the player's handbook from D&D Beyond. Yep. <clears throat> D&D Beyond. That. Woo. Wild mouth. <laughs> Wild mouth. Wild mouth. Um, remember to only enter once. And subscribers and prime subscribers are three times more likely to win. Yep. But uh, thank you for watching us in our isolation game. Yep. Uh, we're with uh, the uh, floating heads. Yes. If you will. Um, show us what you got. <laughs> I like what you've got. <laughs> um, we will be continuing this um, for the next couple of weeks until things die down, uh, just for everyone's safety, both yep. the cast and the crew. Um, hopefully sound and video quality was up to par. We know it's not exactly a live, you know, a table show, but hey, safety first. Yep. Um, all right, let's uh, let's pull a winner. Let's, let's win some some players' handbookness. Yeah. From uh, from D and D Beyond. From D and D Beyond. A digital digital handbook, so people can't touch it. Ooh, no one can uh, steal it. It all right, and, cloud. Uh, all right, and the winner of the player's handbook is Zana Fariel Seven. Hey, hey. heck yeah! So congratulations, Zana. Um, we will get you that uh, in. We'll get you that code um, momentarily, and uh, yeah. Yay! Thank yay, you so yay, much for yay. tuning in, and we'll uh, we'll see. Y'all take care of yourselves. Yeah. So. Remember to be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Good night, everyone. Good night. Night! Wow. What an episode. Thanks for listening. And for more, feel free to catch us live on Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. And remember, be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Rock.